Live. Live from Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Live from the Toad Hop Network at the John Lovitz Theater, this is Laugh It Off with Craig Shoemaker. When you do a show like this, it's unscripted. How do you begin? Do you do, I mean, every other show has a monologue. They come out and they do their monologue. Craig Ferguson does an amazing monologue. All improv, I was, yeah, right? I he just Craig uses Ferguson. bullet points. It's amazing. He, he, he's, uh, anyway. What do you mean? Like he doesn't have like a written? No. No. I've been to his show, I've done his show, and he just has bullet points, and he, he has them on a cue card, and he gets out and he does his monologue. Wow. He's good. So, I, yeah, I try bullet points. You have bullet points. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not as good as he is. <laughs> the secret is bullet points. It, yeah, I do. I've always loved bullet, bullet points. At the, but, I mean, really, how, he still has an agenda, though, and they have a production, and they say, here, here's where you're going to go, here's your guest. you got to tease the guests. I guess I should do that. I guess I should start with that. <laughs> I'll do the tease. Start by teasing the guest. <laughs> the Kechners are coming in. <laughs> the Kechners are coming in. Kechners. Uh, yeah, uh, David Kechner is a famous Sounds. actor. You might not know who he is, but you know his work, and you'll know him the second you see him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anchorman, I think, is probably his top credit, yeah. would you say? He plays the cowboy hat guy. Yeah, yeah and The Office. The Office. He's on The Office. But then th people think it's the other bald guy. No. <laughs> That's the problem. The no, Baumgartner the guy. guy. No, he's the, uh, he's, the <laughs> he's the other bald guy. If you're thinking of the other bald guy, that's the other bald Even guy. Even shinier dome. He and was on SNL. Is it, he was for on a SNL. Year, just one year, that's it. Just SNL. one year, and but he's been in a lot of movies, a lot of Will Ferrell movies, and I just saw him in a movie called Paul. You guys ever see that movie? No. Yeah, uh, I walked into the den, and all three children are watching Paul. <laughs> the den. And I look, and I... The den. <laughs> we'll get to that later, by the way. We ran into furries, but we're going to get to that later. <laughs> Speaking of dens, furry people, it's a long story. In Pittsburgh, Sarah and I, that's on the bullet points. Believe right. me, we have to get to the furries. So I go into the den, and they're watching Paul about this uh, alien uh, this alien that you know. Ah, oh, right. Yeah, I know. What yeah, and uh, so who's leading the pack, <laughs> den pack? But my 13-year-old son has his little brothers watching with him, and it's a hard R. I oh. walked in. I walked in, and <laughs> the lead woman is just cussing up a storm. I go, "What are you doing?" <laughs> he goes, "Well, Dad, it's a, uh, it's about an alien. I thought they like they liked ET." Ah. <laughs> E.T. wasn't going, look, motherfucker, <laughs> I want to go back up to, to home. No, he was. it was a clean movie. There's no anal probing in E.T. <laughs> was there anal probing in Paul? I don't. I couldn't even get to that part. What's your 13-year-old doing watching R-rated movies? Well, the 13-year-old, I don't have as big a problem with it. Oh, that's what I mean, think about it. I mean, language is so subjective anyway. It really is. And he edits your your specials. <laughs> He did. So. The other day he was editing my new CD, and I told him, I said, can you rate? I said, you have to rate it because I have to send these things to radio, these clips to radio, so he rates it. And he's like, X. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's one G-rated thing in the whole thing. I said, really? He goes, Dad, you should hear your language. <laughs> so, what are you going to do? You know, he's, he's got a father for a comedian. And uh, that's a comedian for a father. Right. A comedian for what did I say? A father, father for, for a comedian. comedian. See what happens when you don't script. Yeah. <laughs> Both is true. 
Yeah. One's a little missing. Well, I am a father and I am a comedian. Father's Day was really cool yesterday. That's on my bullet points. Oh, yeah. What'd you do? I always wondered, uh, you know, I didn't, my dad left, you know, when I was born and stuff, and I'd see him every few years and occasionally get him a gift. It was usually the traditional aqua velva, old spice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kind of aftershave thing. I always wonder what happens to those bottles because you know they're not using them. (laughs) I I would collect them for a while. Just collect them. Always had like I don't know about aqua velva, but like all those old uh, perfumes and colognes. They had such cool bottles. English leather had a yeah. English leather had one with a wood, a big giant wood top to it. Yeah, and that was a a really cool uh, delivery of something that smelled awful. I mean, would you really, you know, use this stuff? I mean, I don't think anyone does, but this stuff, that's what the, you give uh, parents. And a tie. Yeah. I don't wear ties. Right. So I was really wondering what to expect. What'd you get? From uh, my children. And the other aspect of it is, and of course the cynical comic is going, you know, what did I spend on myself? Because I'm the breadwinner. <laughs> right. You know, what did I buy myself? Can you keep it limited? And they did. They did, but it was really special what they got me. Homemade gifts. Hmm. Oh, the best. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, I was thrilled. I was. I got off the road. I came in. I had like two hours sleep, but I really lucked out. I I ran across the airport and got an earlier flight. They said, "Whoa, we've one seat." There it is. For us. Oh, great. Sitting right in front of D.L. Hughley. Oh yeah. <laughs> gave me a ride home. We're gonna get to that too in the bullet points. <laughs> really. D.L. Hughley, the comic, yes, and uh, he sat right behind me in first class, and it was really cool. I got to get back to my kids even earlier, and my wife. And they greeted me with hugs and kisses, and I love you. It was great. And uh, they made these homemade gifts. Yeah. And it sure beat what I used to get my dad. You know, the aftershave pipe cleaners was another one I got him because he smoked a pipe. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like those colorful ones that you do arts and crafts with. Well, they look the yes, same. Yes, that's exactly right? what, that they is what they oh, are. That yeah, is. yeah you can make things out of them, which I don't know what he did with them. <laughs> well, he probably used those. Those were that was a very practical gift I came up with mm-hmm. when I was at twenty nine cents. That's all I could afford. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what can the kids afford? You know, so I have thirteen, seven, and two. You know, the two-year-old's not going, Mom, I want to go to the mall. I got some allowance here I want to spend on Dad. Right. <laughs> it's not going to happen. So they got me these homemade things. So the two-year-old, of course, things with handprints. Cute. Yeah. And he then he actually made a version of Mommy and Daddy and the family in his own little Picasso <laughs> way, which I could act. It was, it was so good that I could say that Picasso did it. My wife framed it so it lo- really looks like Aww. legitimate artwork. That's wow. sweet. And uh, he signed it. <laughs> <laughs> Did he sign it, Picasso? Better than Picasso's writing, I must say. My little, my little Jackson, two-year-old. But, and then the seven-year-old, the little, the little heart that he is, he gave me a um, a whole book of his family. It was all these things that he wrote. He interviewed my father and found out more about my father than I ever did. You're kidding. So it was an educational book for me. Wow. I found out things about my father. I didn't know he called him and he interviewed him. Really? What? Wow. Did yeah. Mika like plant these ideas? No, 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 no. He did this, but the school school asked him to do it. But it, it's like this formal book with, uh, you know, it includes like, different artifacts and things from our, our lives and it goes over every year of his life, the highlight of each year, you know, 04, born. <laughs> you know? And it goes from there, first word, 05, and, you know, different things that we've done together. Yeah. Like last year, you know, it was uh, whitewater rafting. We went whitewater. So these were his highlights, and he wrote those all down with little pictures of us whitewater rafting. Yeah. Then he had a, uh, then he drew a picture 
of what does daddy do for a living? And he has all these little stick figures, right? And it's me on stage with a microphone, and he has all these oh. little stick figures, and they all have different expressions on their face. <laughs> Horror. No, there, was, there, was a lot of, there was a lot of big circles for, oh. It's a love master face. I said, what the hell was that? <laughs> he must have been to my show because there were quite a few of the stick figures had that. <laughs> he had a lot of smiles and a lot of big laughs and stuff like that, and that was really cool. But it was all included in this little book that he did. And that and it didn't cost him anything. That's sweet. And th these are the gifts that are really valuable. And by the way, I want to hear from you what your gifts were. I mean, what are the modern day aftershaves and ties? Or are we still going with that? Give us a call at 888-520-4374. I want to hear about your Father day, Father's Day experience. So they loaded me up with all these things. And then he gives me a cork board, this seven-year-old Jared again, a cork board, like bulletin board. And he filled it with all of the, you know, you get a pin with a, a picture on it. Every yeah. every team that they're on, yeah. you're supposed to wear them at the games. I would never do that. <laughs> Are they really? Like, this is my little boy oh, here. Yeah, this is a picture them. of your right. kid. It, with a picture of your kid in the uniform. <laughs> yeah. So since I never wore them, he just put them all on a big cork board all through the years. It's uh, him on the basketball team, you know, aw. he was five, and, I mean, and all the t teams. And it is adorable. That's awesome. You know, the only sucky thing is I don't have an office to put these things in. You know what I mean? Most guys that go to an office, you got all your memorabilia of yeah. all your kids. I don't have one. I have to build one now. Yeah. Just, just a shrine. Here and hang them behind you I was right thinking about that. Yeah, just every show is just put uh, put up all my little artifacts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was it was adorable. And, uh, you know, I had you know, pictures of him through, all through the years. And uh, my 13-year-old son Jay shocked Dizzle. me. Huh? Jay Dizzle. <laughs> Uh, they Joel all knows have J's. Uh, oh, Jay Dizzle? Yeah. What's the Dizzle part? I don't know. Is, are you it's, being Snoop Dogg on yeah. me? Yeah. Jay Dizzle. I got it. What's up to Jay Dizzle? Yeah, Justin. It doesn't work out of you or me. I want to tell you. <laughs> Whatever the <Jay> Dizzle. Dizzle. <laughs> Even when you do the, the J gesture. Jay <laughs> Dizzle. All right. He's, his nickname is Jay Dog, by the way. He gave himself that. J D A W G. These kids Dog. can't spell. Dog. The kids can't spell these days. <laughs> Drives me nuts. Where are they going to be someday without spelling. spell check? Too. I love self-designated nicknames. <laughs> I think they're so lame. I think they're so lame. Anyone puts oh, the in front of anything, like I yeah. know this guy's name. He goes, "I'm the Hoff." No, you're not the Hoff. You're the loser. Yeah. If if you put a the, it goes with loser. If you name yourself, period, you're kind of a loser. That's true. You know. Now I yeah. I can't do that with shoe. First of all, I don't call myself the shoe, but many people <laughs> call me shoe. You don't but it's make in, them do it. I didn't make them do it, and many people do it naturally. Some people, I just meet them. I go, what's up, Shoe? Yeah. You know, they have found out my last name, Shoemaker. Natural and nickname. It goes. Yeah. It goes. Mm -hmm. But I, uh, <laughs> so Justin, J-Dog, <laughs> he, uh, he gave me a shirt that he bought with his own money. Get out. He worked in the snack shop at the Little League, and he got his own money, and he bought me a shirt, shirt from his favorite store, a, a surfing store. Is it a nice shirt? Yeah, really good it? quality. It was a little large. I have to have it taken back. Yeah. I'm going to take it back. He sees me much bigger than I am. Yeah. I mean, figuratively and literally, I think. Yeah. He just sees this big blob coming at him, and apparently I'm an XXL. I'm a freaking algebra Holy. equation. I, no, I'm just a large. I put it on, you know, make him happy. He goes, come on, Dad, it'll fit you. It'll be great. I, and, I, and then I go, look, Justin. He goes, that's great. That's how they wear them. You know, he's like trying to teach me how oh, they he's wear proud them. Of it. Yeah. yeah. 
He was uh, proud of it, but it was a really good shirt, I yeah. must admit. So I'm going to take it back and get a large, and so that's what he got me. And they all got me homemade cards and a lot of I love you daddies and you're the best dad in the world. Uh, oh, this is the best. Can you include my that in your court papers? <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, that's funny you should say that. <laughs> it's funny you should say that. Uh-oh, I just opened Uh-oh. a can of worms. Let's go to the pain. Okay. Let's go to the pain, shall we? <laughs> that's what we do on our show. We go to the pain. Yeah. Funny you, funny you would pick up on that, because this is the sad part about it, okay? It's not enough that two of the children are from my ex-wife, who hates me, mm. hates me, but we all know that she really hates herself, and it just <laughs> manifests itself in I am the hate du jour. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's du jour after du jour after du jour sure. yeah. every day. It gets better and better sometimes, but I do know that it's my perspective and my, you know, I have to change the dynamic within me, not her. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen with her because she has her own demons that she deals with. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Now, that is the sad thing, is I do, when I'm getting these I love yous, and I got a lot of beautiful messages from people on Facebook and stuff, you're the best dad and all this kind of stuff, and it really warms my heart, gives me a little tear. I mean, I'm thinking, yeah, I am a good dad, Mm -hmm. a good present uh, dad who, you know, empowers the children and stuff like that, but I have to deal with someone that's trying to convince them otherwise, and it's just unbelievable to me that you would live like that, that you're disease or your mental state would lead you to that is just it still baffles me to this day because people always go doesn't she care about the children no she cares deeply about the children that's not a question but not enough where she can get over this this hatred of me this this resentment that's not being dealt with that's from her own past enough to just just say that's great you have a good father no she'll say no, he's he's an abusive guy, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. She will try to tell them exactly what their experience is. Imagine their confusion, though, when they come over and they shower me with these gifts and the, it's just a big love fest and we went to the, uh, I, you know, belonged to a golf club and we went there and we had a big brunch with some other families and mm. we're just having a wonderful time. But it's slightly tainted. And this sucks for me that I would give her this power. It's slightly tainted by that because mm. I... I feel like Xeroxing, is that a word anymore? Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah, like sure. Xeroxing these things that the kids gave me and send them to all of her people that have colluded with her in yeah. believing that I'm a bad guy. Yeah. My dad did that. It's terrible. When they Just were post in, them on when, Facebook. Yeah, when they were in court. Just post them on Facebook. Yeah. And he uh, would take, because we would spend like one Christmas every five years, but like when they were going to court, like so he took pictures and gave them to the judge. Like we were all really happy. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. Like pretending like they were all from like a shorter period of time? No, it's like, see, look, they enjoy their time with me. Do you see that. why I have had, when I'm talking to you on another level, mm-hmm. why I have empathic experiences yeah. when I think about him? Every day and more and more. <laughs> Every day more and more. Sarah and I have been having some very... Uh, Life-changing conversations. Oh, well, I'm glad they are. I was just going to call them deep, deeper deep. than than usually when you travel with someone. We go, we go there. We go a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Traveling's the best for that. Yeah, it is good for that. You either end up hating each other. But unfortunately, I went so deep that I got a speeding ticket. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> this actually is very true. I do these things. I do readings for people. You know, I really have like an intuitive sense, and I believe Sarah can confirm this because it's. Mm-hmm. And a lot of her father stuff comes up for me, 
in that empathic, compassionate way if I have a better understanding of him than you probably do mm -hmm. because you have this label on him that he's a certain way. Even the fact that he went to the court, you're not looking at that as a good thing. I look at that as like he's defending himself. He's saying, no, I'm a really good guy, and that's what I'm forced to do, and then I have to prove it to people. Mm -hmm. And it's an awful position to be in where you just want to be seen for who you really are. That's all you want. Yeah. So I'm doing this reading with actually a friend of Sarah's as well. I was mm -hmm. doing a phone reading with her, yeah. and it was really working. And all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> interrupted. Yeah. And I didn't I, see I, that one coming. I know. The, the intuitive yeah. did not see the police and that the fact that I was going uh, a little over the speed limit through a construction zone on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. 66 and a 40. To be exact, sixty-six and a forty, but it was a construction your third zone. Third eye on the on the rearview mirror. My third eye was being occupied. <laughs> <laughs> it was being occupied. I was doing these readings. I had one on the phone. I've got her next to me, nodding her head, going, "Wow, this is good stuff." And no one's looking for police at the time. And I'm just zooming along. It's like it was about two in the morning, one yeah. in the morning, or something yeah. like that. So the guy pulls me over. And Sarah has not, ex she's experienced all sides of me, Sarah. She's seen it all. She saw another one. And so did the cop. There's the other side of me, not so spiritual. Not such a, not such a conscious guy. I go right back to defense. And I went right, and logic. I try to out-logic people, so I try to out-logic the cop. The highway patrolman, state trooper from Pennsylvania, pulls over. I right out of the chute. First of all, he's mad at me because I'm not pulling over in the proper area. So he gets on the speaker and goes, I'll keep going there. Get out of people's way. And Craig plays innocent at first. Oh, would I do something wrong? He's like, I'm going to give you a ticket. That, and he opened up with that. That was his Move. opening line. He goes, really? yeah, as, as I'm in the wrong spot, you know, you can never be in the right spot for them, you know. Yeah. So I'm trying to pull over to like a rest area or something where I'm not in anyone's <laughs> way. I'm already codependent. I'm getting in truckers. <laughs> in their view and everything, so I'm gonna they're gonna back up him. I'm trying to find the right area, and he's just honking and sirening, and he's got a big searchlight on me, and I'm going, oh, relax. Now I'm uptight. I'm telling him to react. You ever have people to do that, by the way? I was going, relax, relax. <laughs> Are you just yelling to yourself in the car, or actually back a little to bit him? of everything? A little he bit. He was on my side of the window. And the so guy Craig came to her to side of the window. Over I did, me. I did cross over Sarah, who, by the way. This is not someone you want in a foxhole with you, okay? <laughs> this is not a, this is not a teammate for war. Because I started laughing. Not only laughing, complete <laughs> contrarian, not going with me on any of my lies. <laughs> like, you want someone that's going to just jump right in with you and be your teammate to get out of this. I was in there. I was, and then when he left, I was laughing and making fun of you. <laughs> like, because no, no, there was an essence of making fun of me the entire time, and you weren't going with any of my excuses. First of all, I said to the guy, why are you pulling me over? And he goes, you were doing 66 and a 40. It's a construction job. And didn't you see me? I go, oh, of course. I always do this with cops. I always go, come on, let's have a conversation now <laughs> where we're human beings. Yeah, that doesn't I, go over well, does it? No, nah, that doesn't go over. None <laughs> of it went over. Yeah. I even tried the comedy approach. At the, after he wrote you a ticket. No, I had already tried that. You Don't, don't you remember? I went back to him. 
Oh, okay. So Craig, cause he, Craig <laughs> I, is like, can I see the radar gun? Can I see it? And then he's like, can I see it? And he's like, sir, would I really compromise my job to lie yeah. to you right now? And would Craig's I, like, let me see it. Next thing I know, Craig's getting out of the car. The guy's pulling his gun. <laughs> yeah. And then he true. goes to the radar and Craig I'm is so like, stubborn. I'm a law-abiding citizen. <laughs> and then he's clocking everyone that drives by us. Like, dry, and he's like, well, they were going 55 in a 40. How about that? I'm announcing. You the gun? Uh, he gave yes. you the gun? <laughs> Grab the gun from that. I go, look, I'm starting to clock people. I I'm go, that guy just did 55. How come you're not pulling him over? <laughs> I, what's the, the story here? Because I'm a rental car from a strange land of California. You're pulling me over. I started to defend myself. This is when I'm not good. <laughs> this is when things are, do not yeah. work well in life is I'm in the defensive posture. Yeah. I'm trying to blame other people. Almost immediately you're in the defensive yeah. posture. Not almost. Like There's no almost. Immediately I went to it. I didn't go to any sort of grace or patience. <laughs> you didn't or, even give me a chance to cry to try to get rid of it. It was like it was like right offense yeah. was defense and I was like, There's no way he's gonna get out of this. No, she went right to humiliating me. <laughs> she, went, she went she launched to there. She didn't even pass by tears. She didn't even wander into that area. I thought I'd have a teammate, but it was I was solo in this venture of trying I to get back out of up that let me see the radar gun. I got let me see the radar gun. I'm clocking people. There's no way I could be like, Yeah, you should let him do that. <laughs> Did when you saw it Back that up? Could you at least pretend to be into that? I learned this in I traffic school. I was like, school. he's going to shoot you or tase you. <laughs> they are. I have heard that. They are supposed to That's show right. you if you ask. Well, not in this state, apparently. No, so they, then I asked him for an, Then I started to get fancy with him. I go, can I see the calibration on your machine? He's there, what? <laughs> and he kept going, am I going to risk my career? And I, I kept going there. I kept. I, I, said, I said, come on, buddy. And he goes, and he said these words, which Sarah loved. <laughs> he goes, I've been in this business a long time. I've been a, a, a he goes, and I have never met anyone that argues as much as you. And I'm going, oh, geez, my ex is going to hear this. It's perfect for her. She loves this because I'm an arguer. And that's when I semi backed up, not complete backup. But I said, listen, let me be honest with you. I said, I saw you there. I thought I was going with the flow of traffic. That's what you're taught to do is go with the flow of traffic. I wasn't up anyone's <laughs> rear end. I was doing the same. And he goes, I was right behind you. I go, I know you were behind me. I saw you. And what did I do? I said, this, I did the same. I said, I'm not guilty. I, I, you know, and, I said, <laughs> and I said, I think you're a little off on the radar. I said, maybe, maybe you saw a four that turned in for you to a six. <laughs> maybe. I'm trying everything. Wow. Because there's, you know, my other nickname is, I've never admitted this on the air. What? And my kids, one of my kids calls me this. And and the guy I toured with, Rich Uranovich, he calls me this. And my wife calls me this. Stubby. 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 Stubby stubborn. So when Stubby goes uh, into Stubby Zone, and I was in Stubby like Zone, short fingers or something. No, no, this right. is or or short anything else. No, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> hopefully your kids aren't coming. I am Stubby when it comes to certain things. When I get into that position, and I put myself in that position, I said, "There's no way I'm going to accept this ticket because I really wasn't going that fast." <laughs> and I told the guy, "I go look, another day, I'd probably be guilty." I'd probably be guilty. I have speeded. And I bet you have, too. You're a human being. You've speeded when you don't have the, uh, the uniform on. I said, so wouldn't you be debating this? Because this, I have to fork up this money. I got points now and all this kind of stuff. And I said, I'm law-abiding. I don't get tickets. So that, was, that was I kept on coming from that How's place. How was his go-to? Wasn't working. My final go-to, which has worked before. I didn't tell you this. 
I've been pulled over twice with other people driving, and I said to them, let me handle this. And I got him out of it. Jason Duty, you can confirm this with him. Mm -hmm. I used to tour with him. He's a real queenie guy. <clears throat> I, have to do, I have to say that because it has to do with the story. Uh -huh. So uh, he goes, so we get pulled over on the way to Vegas. And, and they, I don't know what's going on these days, but they do go to the other side. They go to the passenger side for some reason. It must be a new... Well, on the way, highway. A new way yeah, of so doing things. Yeah, so they don't things. get hit by oh, the yeah, truck. I guess, that, I guess yeah. that's what, whatever that's it is. Right. They go to the passenger side. I'm sitting yeah. in the passenger side. I said, duty, let me handle this. All right? Yeah. So duty is having a Duty's piss a fit. Queenie. He's a he's, having, he's having a piss fit. Uh, you know, queenie piss fit. Yeah. He's like, what the? I, I, what the, I can't afford this. <laughs> and he's doing this whole thing. <laughs> turning into like, you know. You know, Paul Lynn. <laughs> He's turning into Paul Lynn on steroids. I, I can't take it. <laughs> you know, and so I said, "Calm down, man. Calm down. I'm going to get you out of this." So the guy comes up, and I go, "Hi. Uh, you know, what's going on?" He goes, "Oh, you're doing this." And um, and he goes, "I did that because someone was following me." And he starts this whole thing, and a guy literally said to him, "Calm down." He said, "Calm down." I said, "And I'm trying to whisper, you know, that corner of your mouth ventriloquist. Calm down, dude. Don't." Calm down, duty. Calm down, duty. Calm down, duty. Calm down, duty. Don't say anything. I'm going to handle it from here. Oh, man. So I'm trying to get this to him. I'm trying to get him the message. And, the, and then he starts getting queen. He goes, don't tell me what to do. You know, <laughs> controlling. Calm, calm down. Guess what? I handled it. Stubby handled it. Of course, it wasn't my ticket. So Easy. I said to the guy, listen, we're, you know. By the way, the guy, how long did he take writing that ticket? I think he did that on purpose. Like 30 minutes. 30 minutes to write a ticket. Well, how and long I did felt you like, argue with I felt him? like saying, no, this is after the argument. He oh. goes, he goes, just go away from me. <laughs> he dismissed me. He goes, just go away. <laughs> and he goes, go sit in the car. So now I'm sitting there steaming with Sarah, and she's laughing. <laughs> I can't believe the way you handled that. Uh, don't be judgmental, okay? I'm the one getting the ticket here, so you don't know what it's like. And so he goes, he goes, you just go away. And then 30 <laughs> minutes, 30 minutes goes by. And I, and I yell back, you saw I was in a hurry. <laughs> Why do you think I'm speeding? Can we pick it up here? Yeah. Mm -hmm, he didn't. Sure so duty, so, so duty, the guy comes up to the, to the car and I'm talking to him very calmly. I go, we're on our way. We're comedians. <laughs> and we're on our way to Las Vegas to perform comedy. As a matter of fact, it's a charity for, um, it's it's for you people. We're doing a highway patrol uh, event. Was that true? Uh, it was semi-true. <laughs> it was semi-true. The comedian part. No, <laughs> no. Beyond that, it really was for. It's it's called Porak. It's like, it's it, anyway. It's um. It's the it's the guards in prisons. Uh -huh. You know, it's the guards, and I was doing a show for them. Uh -huh. And then the guy says to me. Oh, really? He goes, so you're not getting paid? I go, well, yeah, we're getting paid. Because <laughs> I was acting like it was a benefit yeah. for you people. So then I, start, then I said, uh, and he goes, what's your name? And I said, Craig Shoemaker. And you could see he knew. He knew my name. I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. And he goes, I'll be right back. And he goes back, and I said, see, duty, what happens when you're calm? I said, <laughs> you know, the comedy rap gets us out of it. And I, I said, go in the trunk and get one of my CDs and bribe this guy. Because <laughs> so, so, uh, I could tell he was a fan. 
because a lot of cops they listen to Sirius and XM these things that we're on mm-hmm. and so they, they're entertained by it what else are they going to do mm-hmm. so they love comedians of which we'll get back to this story mm-hmm. remember <laughs> so anyway I tried the comma rap with the with this cop uh-huh. and it wasn't working but I, it worked with duty the guy comes back and he goes well I ran your uh, license Mr. Duty I ran it and it turns out there's a warrant for your arrest and he goes he goes <laughs> what the that's nothing on me. He goes, that's in the past. And he starts this whole thing. I'm going, calm down, calm down, calm down. And the guy goes, I'm only kidding. You're comedians. Can't take a joke. Uh, the guy he, reversed it. The cop reversed it. He pulled awesome. a joke on us. That like, officer after our show in Denver, when I got pulled over for a speeding ticket there, that's what he said to me. And then he's what? like, that I, there's a warrant out for my arrest. Can we, is your mother He did that awake? joke? Yeah, fucker. Like, he did that. <laughs> and he was like, and wow. I just like, draw, and I was like, I don't know. Like, there would be no, I don't know. She's sleeping. I know if my mom's sleeping but we could wake her up you know and i just was like and then he was like april fools oh whoa and you said you're a comedian i thought you could take it that's that must be their uh, go-to that's their go-to that's the new protocol they must say the let's, let's you know what when in doubt just throw a joke at him <laughs> so, so anyway that's uh so this guy he didn't go for the comedy rap mm-hmm. and but he does come back after handing me the ticket and he goes uh, you ever hear of Nick DiPaolo? I go, yeah, I know Nick DiPaolo. He goes, he's funny. I'm listening to him right now. I, go, I guess that's what took you so long. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. just and he goes, there's a guy that does the best bit on, he starts describing comedians. He goes, Latino guy, heavy set, does he does, he does the greatest bit on police. I go, Gabriel Iglesias, that's it. I go, I know him too. Okay. Can you tear this ticket up? He goes, no, that's for you. <laughs> yeah, as soon as Craig then tries I, to trade him comedy tickets for tra- his ticket, yeah. he gets serious again. Then he got real serious. I go, I got tickets to my show. I'm funnier than those guys. He goes, I'm not trading. Keep this. And he goes, and you better and you better honor it. Obey. Yeah, yeah. you better obey it. Yeah. What was the thing I was going to say uh, I was going to get back to? Probably the furries. Oh, well, that, <laughs> that we're going to get to. We were, in, we were in Pittsburgh with the furry convention. <sighs> Anthropomorphic, yeah, it, you know, you've heard places. of Comic Con where people dress oh, as yeah, the Flash the and they dress and, yeah. as Darth Vader and stuff like this. These people all dress in animal costumes. Yeah. Got to meet one personally. Talk about that. Going to talk about the furries. By the way, if you I are have a some furry, furry fans, you do. I could tell you that too. Sure. You what? Well, I played a I played an, a, a fox character in this web Ooh. series, and they're kind of connected to the whole Comic Con right. scene. And I got some furry. They're, fans. they're like a furry offshoot of so Comic Con. Yeah. yeah, it is wild. I found out the background. Well, I'd love a furry to call. Okay, I didn't get any <laughs> Father's Day calls, but how about a furry call? Yeah. If you're a furry, if you can even understand them, they have these outfits on. <laughs> They're talking through a snout. I don't get it. But maybe they'll call without the outfit, and we can hear them clearly on what what they're about. Eight 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 five two zero four three seven four is our number. Furries, give us a call. If you don't call, you will after we talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> to defend yourself. Yeah, that, that's true. It's all about defending oneself. Uh, Craig Shoemaker Show. You stay right here. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. What's up, Toad Heads? It's Frank Kramer, Heidi Hamilton. Hey, everybody. From the Heidi and Frank Show. Reminding you that if you have satellite radio, you can check us out every single Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific time on Extreme Talk Channel 165. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Eastern? Uh, on the East Coast, yeah, on Extreme Talk XM 165. And if you don't have satellite radio, well, you're on the Toad Hop Network, so why not check out the Heidi and Frank Show? 
the backbone of the whole thing. 10 a.m. to noon every single week. The premium package. But you can listen for free every day, 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. Check us out, HeidiandFrank.com. If you miss the Al Benny hour... Hello, Carly, you're on. Hello. Hello. This is your mother. I'm watching. Again? Your mother? You can't call twice. Why can't I? I'm your mother. Don't say cunt. (laughs) No wonder you got There are children listening. Oh, really? No. I don't know if anybody's listening. I'll fucking smack you. I will hang up (laughs) on my own mother. Oh, you wouldn't do that to your darling mother. Anyway. um, (laughs) Ah, I felt good. The Al DeBenny Hour, Monday afternoons at 5 Pacific. On the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching.
You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Welcome back to the Stubby Show. <laughs> I'll admit it. People. We all have a little stubby that we go to, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't you even try to deny it. I'd, I'd call you Stubbell. I can be Stubbett. Like, like, a, like a, a Stubbett, a Stubbell, you know, the, the, the feminine version of Stubbs. <laughs> is, uh, yeah, you have a, you have that quality in you, yeah, Sarah. Come on now. Um, yeah, I can be like, oh, dig in and not let up. Oh, you say Taurus, the bull. The bull. Right. Stubbett. See, I don't believe in birth signs. You can't really? get me on those. Just no. the moon and the sun sign. No, I believe in sun. all sorts of crazy stuff. But not that. But no, because it doesn't make any sense to me. I could see if maybe it was when you were conceived, but not when you were born, because that doesn't make it. I mean, what if you know, it could be a difference of, uh, you know, anything. You could do a C-section, boom, you're born two days before. You can plan when you're born and all that kind of stuff. So I can see if maybe if it was when you are conceived, when the stars are lined up. And also generalizes so much. I mean, I'm a Scorpio, right? Mm -hmm. And they say, oh, they're sexual. Well, first of all, who's not going to... You know, who's going to have a problem with that one? I'd right. say you're more so than others. More so sexual? Maybe. The love master? <laughs> I mean, come on. But do you see how general it is? Does that mean like every Scorpio well, is sexual? Right. Like some Amish guy? Oh, I did her in the back of the buggy there. Oh, <laughs> the mule was watching. Oh, I did her Maybe good there in the bonnet. Yeah. I couldn't wait to have that stuff. No, I, we had a strudel after. Oh, God, God. Da, da, da. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, who doesn't believe that they're sexual? Well, actually, there are a lot of people that don't, including Scorpios. But, I mean, so I, don't, I haven't interviewed other people. I mean, so that means every single person who's in a Sexaholics Anonymous meeting, <laughs> they're all, hey, I'm a Scorpio and I, and I need recovery. No. No, it's but a, the rising the moon sign, I guess, apparently plays go. into all That's that. That's what they always do. And by the way, no one's ever guessed my birth sign. I just outed myself. But all the astrologers, and they always do that little game. They'll go, I'll go, guess what I am? I said, you won't even get it in five guesses. I always challenge them. No. And they go, well, you're definitely not a Scorpio. And I go, yeah, I am. Well, that's why I said you're not, because I knew you were. Because <laughs> Scorpios always deny it and challenge people on getting this right. And I knew you were really that, but you, I said that you weren't that. Because I mean, it's a bunch of baloney. I don't believe it, the, the, the whole birth sign thing. Yeah. So I think you're just stubborn on your own. doesn't matter when you were born. I'm stubborn. I don't know about you, Joel. You get some stubbornness in you. Do I? I probably yeah, do. Yeah, I, mean, I actually if, saw if it last week. Does, I don't right? know you that well. I saw a little bit last week. We saw the, a little uh, bit of stubby. Oh, the skeptic. The oh, just skeptic. Well, I'm skeptical. Yeah, skeptic, skeptical stubborn. could be different than stubborn. He's that, that Hans King was here last week and uh, is this intuitive. By the way, talk about people that think it's baloney. I was uh, I rode with uh, D. L. Hughley. Gave me a ride home from the airport mm -hmm. last night. Uh -huh. By the way, it was really weird, you know, sharing an airplane with a fellow comic, because I kept thinking to myself, if this goes down, this plane goes down. I'm not going to be the lead story. <laughs> It'll be D.L. Hughley went down with the plane, and Craig Shoemaker happened to be there. Too. I, mean, you know, I kept thinking, well, yeah, he's a lot more famous than I am. Isn't he gets that recognized funny where a lot. Your thoughts go. <laughs> I know. This is great. I get to talk to my buddy. It, but uh, if this plane goes down, <laughs> definitely shows where your priorities are. Yeah. Well, and he, you know, he's he's more famous than I am. Where's a lot more bling, by the way? Where's diamond earrings? His really? hair is kind of huh? awesome. Was his hair like the? Yeah, he's got the awesome hair. 
By the way, making fun of other people with, uh, with uh, made fun of a friend of mine who has dreads. Oh, yeah. He made fun of him. Yeah. Are you like, what? I guess it's a projection of self. But yeah. anyway, we got into a deeper conversation. And I told him the story about my son's adoption and everything and how it was manifested through spirit and intuition. And the psychic goes, what the hell happened to Craig Shoemaker? <laughs> he, goes, he, goes, he, goes, he goes, you want to know what? That's the least spiritual story I've ever heard. <laughs> he goes, I go, wait a minute, the least? I said, it couldn't be somewhere in the middle? You don't think there's some divine connection to how this child came to us? You think it's all coincidences? He goes, it's the least. The least. I go, I could come up with least. <laughs> come on, give me something here. Just but you raise it to a three from a zero. But, he, oh, he was going off on me. And I said, please come on our show. So he's going to come on our oh, show. Awesome. We Our debate should have been recorded while he's driving. Yeah. And it was it was so funny. He was just, he's there, he's there, I'm spiritual. I go, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. You're, just your reaction to this alone isn't very spiritual. He goes, what happened to Craig Shoemaker from the Magic Johnson show and the love master? He goes, you're the love master. I go, now I'm the master of love. <laughs> What's the matter with that? He goes, what the hell happened to you? I go, I'm happy. He goes, I can see that. <laughs> he goes, I can see you're happy, but happy is just a vacation. He's, wow. He's, it's just a, it's a temporary vacation. I said, well, I'm on vacation a lot. I said, wouldn't you like to be on vacation a lot? He goes, I am too. I am too, but this is full. You're full of it. So it's this whole thing. That, and he's a, so he, on one hand, he's saying he's spiritual, but anybody I brought up is, he goes, we, you're all like, what happened to you? You're all like, Tupac Chopra. He called me Tupac <laughs> Chopra. That's awesome. He goes, what's wrong with you? And he kept acting like there was something wrong with me. I go, well, why are you acting like something's wrong with me? I'm telling you, I'm happy. Isn't that what we want to achieve in our lives? And you, you might want to ask me how I got there instead of, like, condemning it right out of the chute and tell me I'm full of it. And and I, and I said, and he goes, and so then, we, then I started getting defensive. And I go, I don't believe in crystals. <laughs> and I started, like, listening to things. He goes, so you mean to tell me you believe in this guy that brought you a baby? But now I'm supposed to think you're okay because you don't believe in crystal balls. I go, no, oh. crystals, not crystal balls. I believe in <laughs> So it's just a whole debate. It was so funny. And he, we were laughing about it. And then he met my wife, you know, because he wanted to see, like, who this. He goes, I'll bet you smudged your house. And yeah. I go, and I go, she did. <laughs> I go, but I don't believe in smudging, but I went along with it. He goes, what's wrong with you? You went along with it. She's there smudging your house. You're just watching her. <laughs> It's kept getting mad at everything. I go, I don't have a oh problem with that. I don't have a problem with that one, DL. She can smudge all she wants. If that's what she believes in, I'm okay with it. So I really am into whatever you believe in. I'm I'm all right with it. Mm -hmm. But some people aren't. They think you're joining a cult. They think there's something wrong with you. Like the furries. Like the furries. <laughs> now, I I'm must into anything unless it's that. I must admit. Weird. I must admit. Open-minded guy. Big time, right? Yeah. I mean, really, really into. I don't like to see people in categories of race or political division. I really work hard on that. I take it all out the window with the first. <laughs> I am not open minded. I've never seen Craig's face like that when he yeah. came into the room with Boomer. It was like it was, so terror a, and uncomfortable. A guy yeah. dressed as a dog. I have photos of it. I'll mm -hmm. show you on Facebook. Okay. I'll put it on our. Uh, uh, what is it? What's it called? Laugh, Laugh it, off. it off. Laugh it off. Webs. Um, Laugh it off Facebook. Podcast. So I go into a radio station, of which I have oh, a great yeah, time wait, on this I radio that station. That was on there. I yeah, couldn't there figure are. out what that guy was. I thought he he's was a sheep like, dog. I thought he was shredded paper. That's what it was. It was shredded yeah. paper. It looked oh. like he was raped by a pom pom. <laughs> <laughs> it was unbelievable. I'm going. This is the outfit you chose. First of all, it's not furry. It's papery. Yeah. yeah. It's it's yes. Oh. 
I it, thought he was crazy. supposed to be a pile of shredded paper. That's no, what I he was, was a pot. No, didn't you see the little dog ears? No. He had dog and, and a dog snout, and he, and he talked through his snout. Ugh. He didn't even have a mouth. Well, I just saw still pictures. I think. Well, yeah, he talked through his snout, and it, very similar to the way you would think. You know, Buffalo Bill put the lotion in the basket. You thought this guy was actually Eesh. going to say, "Put the lotion in the basket." <laughs> it was like that, that kind of creepy. Me imitating him is freaking you out. Yeah. Imagine I'm sitting next to the guy. Here, I'll show you. Part. And we're trying to... Well, Sarah, they can't... The, the viewers can't see it. Oh, you're going to show... Oh, this news. What is radio worth watching? Now it's really worth watching. There he is, Boomer, in all of his glory. Boomer the dog. And then he says, My parents finally accepted me, and I live with them. I'm going, yeah. oh, there's a surprise. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I can't see this guy him. being a CEO. Did he ever take it off or anything? No, 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 oh, no, no. They commit. So they show up as these characters, and they not only commit in character, they don't even take it off to have sex, and they have sex in the streets just like dogs. They have flaps in their private parts. They have flaps for their private parts, yeah. and this tells you how money rules everything. Pittsburgh takes in $4 million for the furry convention. They turn their heads to the litter boxes. They turn their they heads. They go in. So, I mean, there's a, like litter a, a varying degree of severity, you know, in this in this furry world. But some of them will go in litter boxes. They go to the bathroom in litter boxes. I was next to this guy. I got a rabies shot. Hey. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's how that's how that's how weird it is. I'm trying to be open. I shouldn't use the word weird. It is different. Yeah, you, it's, yeah, you can't. <laughs> it's different than I'm used to. Please, furries, call us. I don't know yeah. if I have a big furry contingent <laughs> Yeah, enlighten me. us, because we don't want to think it's creepy. That's exactly right. Yeah. And the word creepy did come up for because me. Because I can understand a transvestite, right? I can understand. Oh, definitely. But I don't understand being a human, being like, but I really should be a dog. Like, I should, this is my essence, is I'm a dog. And I get, like, spirit animals, sort of. I don't totally get it. But it's like, I don't get being like, I want to bark. But then I also don't get how come they can do half-human things, but then the other dog stuff. It's like, no, we have to bark in talking to each other, but we can go to Starbucks. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> you know? like no, but if they go to Starbucks, they want it served in a bowl. <laughs> they're, on their, they're on their hands and knees drinking out of a bowl. And I am not exaggerating any of this. They, they live this life. The furrier life, or whatever it's called. <laughs> the furrier. furrier life. No, actually, that's the it's reality the, show. It's, it's that's furrier not the life. furrier life. Those are people that skin furs and sell them. But they they would probably have protests with them. But please, somebody call us. Do you a, have a relative, a friend? Yeah, anybody has any furries experiences, 888-520-4374. I have a feeling we're not on the air. <laughs> no, we're, we're no, on. No, no, no one's called us. No, not, not one person's called. We had Father's Day as a topic. Now, who doesn't know something about... Actually, I never knew about the furries before. I saw an Entourage episode where where uh, Johnny Drama had to you know, hook up with a furry. Really? Yeah, yeah. And, and do the whole you know bunny trails. And, and he had to dress in the outfit and everything if he was going to get laid. But they screw on the streets, and the cops turn their heads because they make $4 million into Pittsburgh's wow. economy. And I just thought to myself, I used to go to school out there... And these are like real dudes that live out there with hunting licenses mm. and chew and stuff. I'm thinking these people are going to get shot. <laughs> See, that's where I'm this stubborn. Like, like. This, to them, it's game. Yeah. So it's like, are you <laughs> kidding me? Yeah, I don't. I don't want to accept it. Does that make me a bad person? Like, no. I don't want to get to the point where I'm okay with that. It's weird for me. Yeah. When do you become too accepting? We have. Oh, we got a call. Whoa. Right, press the middle button. A middle button. Mm -hmm. Hello. It's uh. Craig Shoemaker. <laughs> Forgot who I was for a moment. <laughs> These people are raccoons and everything else. Is this a furry or do you know one? 
But no, I'm just calling. I'm, I, I was on my work. I was had pulled away for a minute when we were talking about Father's Day. That I came back and you're talking about that furry stuff. <laughs> I just wanted, is this for real? Yeah. Yeah, man, you can look it up. It's yeah. uh, it's a big thing. Anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic anthropomorphic conventions they have. Or just do furry conventions. I'm talking thousands of them show up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if we can combine topics. And, and it was a wonderful Father's Day gift I got of uh, pellets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like, but I thank you for calling. Uh, you'll, you'll have to look it up on Wikipedia because uh, I did a little research into it. Mm-hmm. And it, it really was. It was one of the most shocking things I've ever. I was visibly shaking. It makes right? you kind of feel a little really? sick in your stomach. Yeah, you feel a little sick in your stomach because yeah. of the commitment to becoming this animal. But you're basically, I mean, these people get a hard-on with mascots, not a game. <laughs> they probably go to yeah. games, football games, and cheer on the beaver from Oregon. <laughs> oh, that beaver. <laughs> so weird. Well, th- what's your name, by the way? Uh, my name is Keith. Keith, and you've been, how long have you been listening to our show? Uh, since the beginning. Last time we talked, you did a show in Baltimore in Lutherville. Oh, yeah. How you doing, man? Yeah, you gave me some great advice on uh, back on the Father's Day topic. That uh, you said take the high road. Oh yeah, and we talked about that. Well, we talk about that a lot on our show, and we hope that we do inspire people to take the high road. We all go low now and then. I went low with the cop, but anyway. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it happens. So, uh, it, did it work for you to take the high road? Oh, absolutely. Nice. Uh, yeah, the Father's Day was especially good for this one because my fourteen-year-old had been having trouble with him. And he sent me a message on Facebook. He said, I love you, Dad. Oh, man. And, that was, and that was all he said. Isn't that and the greatest? That was the, that was the greatest thing. Yeah. I, I guess he was poisoned. Uh, you know, that's what happens. Sometimes the exes, they put their poison into the children and they accept it because it's their mother. Is that what happened with you? Oh, with both of them. Yeah, that's what happens. It's a... the, the, his mother went lesbian and the other, went, other one went uh, evil. Wow. So you had two wives? Are you a polygamist? No, 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 no. It, it, two different <laughs> well, not times. Not at the same oh. time. Not oh, at the same it. time. And, <laughs> you know. <I'm, laughs> but I, I we, 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 follow him that we talked for a moment. I said, listen, the high road is always a better way to go. Mm. You know, and, and, and by the way, it's tempting to go on the other road. It's powerful. But listen, light has an energy. Darkness does not. So light will always win out in the end. Exactly. You know, mm. so you just keep being the light and you're going to get more I love yous than you can ever count. All righty. Well, nice talking to you all, and we we'll listen to you every week. All right, Thanks, my Keith. brother. Thank you so much for calling us, even though it was off furry topic. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Fur- all righty. All right. Bye. I, 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 the, the furry thing was, I can't believe we didn't get one single call on this because... I, I'm not surprised. I, no, I, I am surprised. I'm surprised that more people don't know it. Maybe we should maybe have a transvestite topic. You were talking really about that. I like transvestites yeah. and transsexuals, but hey, I have one question. What? Okay. Uh, I, you see them on television. I, I posed this to Sarah the other yeah. day. You see them on television. There's a morbid, I don't know if it's a morbid, there's a curiosity, right? What they're going through. You always want to know what's underneath of anything that's outside of the norm. You always want to go, what's making them tick? Sure. Somebody commits suicide. You want to know, how did it happen? My son showed me a documentary last night. I'm going, I want to see a documentary on, on what led to this, on what I what they think led to it. Did you see signs? Same with the transgender, transgender or transsexual. Or the guy that, ate that guy's face. You want to know, like, how, was he? I never saw this guy's face. That? Yeah, what led up to? And you know, the guy was beaten, but like, 
what was he beaten by a dog? <laughs> like, what, did they take the dog and beat him with a dog or a sheep or whatever it was? A sheep and a dog? Because yeah. he was a sheep dog. So, so yeah. just thought I'd let you know that. I wonder that. how those fetishes well, how would, begin. How would, exactly. Yeah. And is it a fetish? Is it, uh, what is it? What's the definition of it? I'm not quite sure. I'm trying to be open-minded on this one I'm having a hard time with. But transsexuals, I don't. I don't, don't have, have a hard time. I don't have a hard time whatsoever. But I do have a question What's about that? society is when you see them on television or see them in public, if they are mid-transformation, <laughs> why can't they be topless? <laughs> okay, let's say the guy, he's taking the pills. Maybe we'll get a so call on this. Breasts. Maybe we'll even get some photos. So now you're a guy, okay, still got the penis, still got the junk, but you're taking right. the pills now and you're developing breasts. Now men go topless, unfortunately. I'm in elevators. I'm in elevators, and I'm like, um, it's unbelievable. The guys get on after a swim, carrying a beer, and I have to stand behind their hairy, sweaty back. By the way, Sarah, I don't know how you do it. Just as a straight Wait. woman, is that what you mean? Yeah, like, how a straight woman could be with this? Talk about furries. You yeah. know, you I, guys I'm are in, sick. I'm in, yeah, I'm in, I'm in the elevator with these, you know, Robin Williams, you know, with a furry back, right? Just to combine topics, because that's how I roll. Yeah. And, and and they have man boobs. They're enormous. So why can't somebody who's transferring over to a female, even when they're just about there, they should be able to go topless? And then basically I'd be seeing... Why is this a question for you? <laughs> why is it not a question? It's a curiosity. Why does it, does anyone else have this? Call us now. You can see why most censors would probably want to err on the side of censorship. And be why? like, they are breasts. It brings up, though, why is it censored anyway? Why are women topless? That's where I'm going with this. That's where you're going. <laughs> That's right. Seriously. If we can have trannies, then why not just have this real women? This is leaping off point no. <laughs> into nudity everywhere. No. Yes. <laughs> At least topless. There is no reason that women should not be able to be topless. Why can't guys show their junk? At least we could size okay. them up in that way. Look. That's yes. a different topic. Why? I'm just starting with the top. Start with the attic. We can work our way to the basement. Okay? Right now, I want to know. I'm posing this question to the FCC or anybody, anybody with these moral standards of why can't, first of all, women be topless? What do you think the reason is for that? Because it... What? You can't even come up with an answer. I, I don't can't. think anyone can. Somebody give me an true. answer. Why women cannot be topless makes no logical sense. Because maybe they don't want to be gawked at all the time. Look that like they're not anyway. Yeah, I mean, there's a little bit more when you cover up yourself. Like, there's well, no like stepping past not like true. you're feeling. What? Not true at all. It's a guy will gawk even more if they show a little something like a teaser. A teaser, you know, more people watch trailers than the actual movie. That's right. Right. Well, see, because you, 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 it's a teaser. You say, "I want that" or "I don't want that." It's the same with a movie. It's like here's your trailer. Here's your preview. And that's women give the preview. Go to a Hooters, go to a bikini. So how about the bikinis? They're hardly wearing anything anyway. Just take the dental floss out and let me see the whole thing. Well, see, from that perspective, then, I what? wouldn't want them to take off the whole thing or like, because that is fun. The teaser's fun. Like, if, uh, if, if we took it all away, then we would just be tribal and we'd get bored and boobs wouldn't be that fun. Well, anymore. then women should be bored with us going topless. Every guy, when he wears a bathing suit, is topless, well, right? Well, they probably are. I mean, yeah, it's not as exciting not, you as don't even think Are about you it. teased? By a topless guy? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. So then, why would we be? We eventually we would be become. Well, because it's like, not like you're attracted to wanted. guy tits. What's that? It's not like you're like guys have tits and you're attracted. Some to Some women are attracted to chests and abs and stuff like that. So in other words, you get a vaginal uh, boner over this guy's chest, right? Of Chip and Dale's, they take off their tops, right? They don't take off the bottoms. They take off the tops. 
I'm just going down some illogical road right now. I don't know where I'm going, I'm not sure. but I do know my goal. My goal is toplessness for everyone. That, that's that's what my goal is, and no one has been able to debate me. No one even bothered to because call because they totally all agree with sense. me. Why doesn't it make sense? <laughs> I just Give me can't one reason it doesn't make follow. sense. Like, what's the problem? Like, it's what like is you the start problem? with transvestor transvestites. You want them to be able to go topless. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Everyone should go topless. Why? can't women be topless you still haven't answered that there's no reason why they can't be they wear next to nothing anyway you wear in a bikini you wear next to nothing why can't they wear bras for god's sakes at least a bra all right can a, um, women can a, woman, can a huh? woman call in and talk because <laughs> we'll talk i'm to baffled like, talk I'm, me off the ledge here i don't even know what's going on right now why, why don't women? you why don't you know what's going on it's a simple posed question is is i, I okay fine to me, we'll go topless to, if you take your shorts off that has nothing to do with it. It does. Then you have to show your vagina too. It's Fine. like one. But talk about tit for tat. Fine. <laughs> I'm not no, showing wait. you my tat. No, no, I have no problem with that. By the way, I've gone to many nude places, so I have no problem being naked on the bottom. Many but, nude places. Yes, I've been to many nude beaches. Oh well, you said places like I could picture a beach. I was like, okay, are there I've cafes? Been, are I, there other? I don't know. I didn't want to go to a cafe because you like stick to the chair. It just doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me. No, I've been to some nudist uh, places huh. where it's accepted. Not only it's encouraged. Do you like to walk around topless? <laughs> now we have a woman calling. Hey. It better be a woman. Okay, go ahead. Take it. We don't have much time, though. Hello, it's Craig Shoemaker. You're on the air. Do you have something to say about Father's Day? <laughs> 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 Who's this? He hung up on me. I was just oh, kidding. Awesome. <laughs> Maybe I don't know how to take phone calls. Maybe that's what it is. It's I I just believe. Let's just start with the top, okay? We'll work our way to the bottom. No. All right. No. Guys have to have something sexual to reveal on the we top. We are. Or... We're already topless. You're getting what you want. You get to. You see... can't breastfeed from those. Like those. What does that like, have to do with it? Because those are like, and those are sexual attraction. I guess. Oh I wait see... a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So my kid who's breastfeeding is attracted to his mother. Now you're getting sick. Oh, That's even yeah. more sick. I don't see... mean like he wants to bed his mother. <laughs> See, so you don't even know where you're going with this. I don't because I think it seems ridiculous. Of course it seems ridiculous because you're not open. <laughs> you have to open up to this. I want to hear some logical response to why we all can't be topless. No one has a response because it's not. It's stupid. It's just a law that we accepted. Sure. That why is it any what? Look, I get turned on from the back of my neck. I bet so Lee Keckner will have a logical response. I'll bet you she will. Mm -hmm. Oh, we have great guests coming Lee up. Lee Keckner, David Keckner. Yes, they are coming seen up. Seen him on The Office, Anchorman. Well, him you've seen a bunch, and now Lee is also, she has an unbelievable story. She, I, yeah. I'm going to predict something. I bet you she talks more than he does. <laughs> <laughs> well, from judging by the stories that she told me, She's I She's got can't some wait. stories, yeah. and I think I think he's basically the guy that, uh, you know, he's got the, the, the comic moments that he brings yeah. To, but she's a comedian herself. She's really funny. They're a great couple. And um, I, I was in acting class with David. Yeah. And uh, years ago. And I've been following his career. He's had an amazing career himself. And But they have, what we have on our shows, we have wonderful life stories. Maybe they've been pulled over. Maybe they got a ticket. <laughs> we'll yeah. talk about Father's Day. We'll talk about all the topics. And we'll take your calls. Nipples. David Keckner and Lee Keckner coming up. Our number is 888-520-4374. You might want to get in line because <laughs> phones, phones are lighting up over here. You might want to might really? start dialing now. Yeah. Did you ever do that when you were younger and you wanted to get into a radio station? Mm -hmm. You dial all the numbers except the last one. 
because you want to go, we're take our seventh caller, and you go, Poof, and just press the one number. Did it work with this? It goes, the- it goes <laughs> but it goes so fast because I, I, I should have saved two numbers. Because then they'll go, you're caller number two. I wanted to be seven. <laughs> so I beat everybody, but I didn't get the prize. I never won a prize in my life. That's, maybe that's what we should do. Start giving away prizes. To Craig. Huh? You guys call in, give Craig a prize. <laughs> you see me topless. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Hey, it's Heidi from the Heidi and Frank Show here to tell you about a website that I absolutely love. And if you love shoes as much as I do, you're going to love this website, too. Shoedazzle.com. You have to go there and type in my name, Heidi, and that's when you click on the little microphone. So Shoedazzle.com. Click on the microphone that's in the upper right-hand corner of the website. Type in my name, Heidi, and that gets you 20% off your first purchase on the website. Hot shoes, accessories, all personalized to fit your unique style. They add new products all the time. And the great thing is you only have to buy it if you like it. There's absolutely zero obligation. And again, type in Heidi, get 20% off at ShoeDazzle.com. And the kicker, so to speak, doing a shoe commercial, the kicker, every single pair of shoes on ShoeDazzle.com is only $39.95. How great is that? So you don't feel guilty when you go buy shoes. ShoeDazzle.com, click the microphone, type in my name, Heidi, to get that 20% off. Again, you're going to love it. ShoeDazzle.com. If you didn't check out the Heidi and Frank show this week, well, you didn't get to hear this. I see here that the, the, what, the Cannes Film Festival's going on. You ever been out there, Smees? No, I've never been to any of he's been to festivals. He's been to the Cannes Film Festival. <laughs> <laughs> the Cannes. Uh-huh. He did set him up. One for you, but he's a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> the Heidi and Frank Show, live every day from 10 to noon on the Toad Hop Network. Or you can hear them whenever you want by becoming a VIP and getting unlimited access to all the fun at HeidiandFrank.com. Hello, friends. How are you? I'm the Naked Trucker, and this here... Question. Question. Uh, T-Bones, go ahead. Yeah, uh, what's this whole Naked Trucker business? Uh, okay, well, you know exactly what the Naked Trucker business is, so why yeah. are you asking that? I'm pretending I don't know so we can tell them. Okay, how do we know if you're being real or pretending? I don't understand. I'm using my pretending face. <laughs> okay. Too heady for you, trucker? Very heady, yes. Let me put it in a way I think you can understand. Okay, please. So the naked is a metaphor for freedom. Right, okay, good. And the trucker is a metaphor for independence and Emersonian self-reliance. Very nice, yes. Kind of like Henry David Thoreau's Walden Pond, lonely philosopher. Although I understand he took frequent trips to town. Okay, all right, yes. Very nice, nice metaphor. So you're a metaphor. Yeah. An abstraction, really, not here. Kind of like a ghost. (laughs) I'm a ghost. Yeah. I'm afraid of ghosts. Okay, good. I got it. I got that now. Right. If you're a ghost, no. that means I can just slip my hand right through you. Okay, don't touch. No. I'm just going to slip my hand right Do through you. Do not slip your hand through. Get out of here. What's that? Just sit. Get out of here. What's that? Just, just get out of here. Boop. Okay, you got me. There you go. Just sing a song. All right, let's Please. do it. Please. I like the Jan Michael Vincent movie, White Line Fever. I like giving peanut butter to a golden retriever. That's hilarious. I like rubes and three-card Monty sending email to Negra Ponty with a Trojan horse in porn. Okay, all right, hold on. 
You're sending email viruses to John Negroponte. The same. Okay, why? Two reasons. One, it's fun. Two, it rhymes with three-card Monty. Okay, where are you doing this from? PC at the library. Oh, I run Mac at home. Where, where's home these days? I converted that corn dog shack we found. Nice Airstream trailer. Okay, and you got dial-up in your corn dog shack? Dial-up, trucker, I'm wireless. Wi-Fi, man. Okay, all right. Okay. I don't like that, but you know what I do like? What? I'll tell you. I like a bottle of root beer shops. You buy it? Watching him on reruns of the show, Cops. That was me! I like endless cups of coffee, telling jackasses to back off me. A fully loaded tank and crank. Thank you, bikers. Jamming gears and mud lines. Hit the gas at speed traps. Roll on 18-wheeler road. Low. I got one. Keep it clean. Very clean. Thank you. I like a double cheese meat patty. I like puffing on a great big old fatty. I like the Texas Motor Speedway. Right. Dreaming of a three-way. Big old ropes of pearls on girls. All right, okay, hold on, hold on. Take it down, fellas. Since, yeah, don't even, folks. Especially you, don't. All right, Winky, come here. Yes. I just want to congratulate you on your uh, Shakespearean couplet uh, end rhyme there. Very nice. Actually, I copped that from Chaucer's Ryabald Canterbury Tales. Really? Which Chaucer is that? I believe it's Dirty Time Treat. Chaucer, son of a wine merchant, born 1543. Question. Question. Uh, Yes, I see a hand raised in the back. Um... Professor Tibbins, is it? Yeah. It is. Is this a lecture course? Sounds like it is. Oh, you're not in this class? No, not. Boy, when you walked in, I thought he must be looking for the Civil War reenactors out on the quad. Okay, follow-up question. Uh, yes, Colonel Custer, is it? I don't know his name. All right. Can we finish the song, please? Let's please. do it. Yes. Jamming gears and mud flaps, hitting the gas, that's beat traps. Live from Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. It's worth watching now, baby. Yeah. We have the beautiful, the sexy David Kechner (gasps) is here here with us. David Kechner's wife. That's the beautiful and sexy. She is beautiful. See, I did the comic, you know, know, take them down the road right. and then you, you veer off. That's yeah. comedy, baby. I fell for yeah, it. Take yeah. a note. One way. Take a note. You take right. them one way and then take them the other. Lee Keckner is here. David Keckner is here. Very excited about this. I was just telling Lee out here. She's just basically, how the hell do I know you? But that was, yes. <laughs> I was saying that we have a big face, like a, kind of a Facebook relationship. relationship. And Facebook's been really good for you, right? It's been amazing yeah. for me. It, uh, I uh, I like to share and I do it. Music? Yeah, yeah. Really, I cannot. Like I will not fight. Got some nice heavy. <laughs> the music. <laughs> heavy, heavy background. <laughs> you got some stuff to do. He's got a few things. He's, he's got to handle board. the cameras. He's running the board, and he just forgot about that music. He was. 
digging on the music. So right. And me and Lee, me and Lee, the control freaks, are going. I don't like this. This isn't is working for me. I didn't even energy. choose it. What's that? She was the one that said, "Turn that off." She just vocalized what we were thinking. I was just like. I'm going to have to yell about Facebook. <laughs> I love Facebook. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> you, know, so, you know what's amazing about Facebook yeah. is that you are alone and you put something up. Why are you laughing? I don't know. Because <laughs> Facebook's not about being alone. It's about Well, you're alone. Yeah, you're so alone. Alone. And you post yes. something and yeah. you think like maybe you get a couple thumbs up or a couple comments and then you run into someone. Like I just ran into a girlfriend from my high school named Karen. She just moved down south with her four kids. And we met for dinner, and we're talking, and then all of a sudden she just blurts out, you touch me all the time on Facebook, and when I feel really down, I go read your posts, and they're, they're so uplifting. Thank you. And she's like, sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, sorry. You, uh, thank you. Yeah. Like, it was a gift that right. I need to keep posting stuff instead of going, am I getting on people's nerves? I'm not getting enough thumbs up. No. You know what? It's, <laughs> it, it, I'm not getting enough thumbs up. Isn't that terrible? Isn't that typical for entertainers? We're going, uh -huh. I want a thumbs How up here. It? Can I have a like? Yeah. How was it? Can I, no. can, Do you like it? Can, I got nothing for that. You guys delete it when you don't get enough likes? No. Thumbs up? I never. Know. I, I never, never delete it. And sometimes no. it doesn't. And, you know, oh, me neither. It, I'm starting to get a little formula on what does get responses. David, are you on there? I am, but I'm not as prolific or into it as my wife. I do Twitter more. Uh, yeah. For Facebook, because, you know, for the longest time, they had that cap on your personal page at 5,000. Yes, they do. And for me, honestly, I just use it for the social uh, business network. Yeah, it. me too. Yeah. So then I changed it to a public page, and you get fewer people responding to a public page because it doesn't feel personal. That's right. Like, everyone wants to be your friend on Facebook. Right. They don't want to just... Join your, your fan, fan yeah, club. And I hate using the word fan. No, me too. I, I, I actually I had a, a casting director. Uh -huh. I, I have uh, all these requests to get in. I'm, I'm at 5,000 maximum right. for years. And yeah. I so I posted. It was a general thing. I said, look, sorry. Can you go to my fan page? I can have as many as I want. And she writes back, I'm not your fan. And she goes, and I'm a casting director. Like, I'm supposed to go, whoops, yes, sorry, now you're my friend. Ended, right? By the way, I don't even want you as a friend yeah, now. Yeah, by the way, you're, I'm blocking you. Yeah, I'm blocking you. Take that, <laughs> casting director. We, it's almost like you it's need the only a, power we have against a them. business page or something. So for me, it's, it's, yeah. it's when you go to that public page, it's certainly you get less... Uh, stuff from friends and you yeah, know, it's it's a odd thing. It's a weird configuration. I don't know why they capped it in the first but place. Can, when you I do don't a know public either. Page? Can you you can't post on it? Can you? Yeah, no, can. you can. Yeah, I have a public. Page. I do yeah. both. I do both. So you're I not on my public. I've tried to send people over there, but <laughs> I guess it's not working. But you can't through the public one. You like can't send people messages or it block. It's not as often. it's not as personal. Right. I'm trying to open it up. I you know I don't know what else to do. I now am at the port. I have a I vetted. My vetting process in the beginning was I took everyone. Me too. I, I was basically like John McCain finding Sarah Palin. Sure. That was my vetting. That was my vetting process. Right. Yeah, you'll do. Right. You'll do. You got glasses. You look good. Yeah. Anyway, but but now I had so many. So now I'm trying to edit them out, and I'm starting with dead people. Uh, I leave them start. on for a week. Good start. Then I go look. I'll talk to them in some other world. Maybe. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they don't need my Facebook. If, posts we, right if we find ourselves in the same realm in the future, exactly. Well, here's my no. other thing. I'll hook up with you. I'll like you. Right. <laughs> Whatever the equivalent basis. is in the future. In yeah. the future, whatever yeah. it is in heaven or wherever you go. My other thing in Facebook that I'm uh, when people get mad is I have five kids. So what I do is I run and I post something or I put up a video or a picture or just and then I'm gone. And then I come back and put up another one or another one. But I rarely have time to troll. 
the homepage. I rarely have time right. to sit down and read everyone mm-hmm. else's stuff and thumbs it up. So I said to my <laughs> si- yeah, that's what I do. Click. So I said to my sister, "Hey, did you see my new video? I put. I, I wanted your feedback." And she goes, "You know, um, I've been looking at like ten of your videos, and you haven't commented on one thing on my Ugh. my page." And I was like, Ooh. "You're right. I haven't. Is that right. the other part to this? Is it I have is. to go it's in relationship. to say a... I'm rubbing your back too? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now I have to set aside ten minutes in the morning." To troll, <laughs> to troll my troll time, guys. If you want me to see your stuff, post it in that ten minutes. And then when is night, that ten minutes? I need that. You never like yeah, one do, of my I videos like, either. No, could you please post between around seven forty a.m. to eight a.m. That's your time. Yeah. What are the kids doing at kids, that time? I'm taking them kids. to school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's her. That's her big <laughs> that's shot. That's my big shot. <laughs> that's great. And then I go to exercise, and I'm not home again. Now, what do you what do you do when? Why are you biting your fingernails? And just because it was there's a snag on it. <laughs> <laughs> I just went click, oh click, crunch. Oh, my God. Look at She are thought you were bored. I just got called out, girl. Oh, I know. No, I just. Honey, she's doing personal grooming. Oh. <laughs> Nobody. Okay. I, this is my first podcast, and I didn't know. Is it really? Yes. Really? I didn't know personal It's a live grooming. radio show, by the way. You're live on the air. Honest See? to God, it's not a podcast. Well, oh, it, it is after one. after two, and you can archive it and forever. Go to iTunes, I guess this is all forever. Yes, yeah, no pressure. I'm no. not that tech. I just learned not to bite my nails on. Right, <laughs> I heard click, and I was like, "Wow." Yeah, it's a learning process. But I'm you know told- what? There's a camera on. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Up. There's a camera on you. So for the fetishists out there, <laughs> they love it, right? You put oh, la- that's part you of put, your. Well, you put on thing. one one hand in latex gloves, and the other <laughs> the other hand. Bite your nails, you're going to have a lot, a lot more, more hits. I'm doing I think, it for I think us. David's speaking from experience, by the way, because that actually is true. Yeah, there are fetish people out there, there and you, you really don't believe it right. until you do something. I was on Hollywood Squares, uh-huh. and me and Bronson Pinchot. Is that an, the, a new one or an old one? Well, the the Whoopi Goldberg, yeah, uh, the, the reboot from, with uh, the Tom most, Bergeron. The, the most yeah. recent. I'm not a big celebrity because you even gave me the look I like was, you. You were on that? <laughs> no, she thought, it was, she, meant, she thought it was still running. No, she, oh, she sure. thought the Paul Lynn version. Were you on with Paul Lynn? I was on <laughs> and, and, and Waylon and Madam and Matchbox. <laughs> that show? No, no, no. Match game. Match game. No, you're getting your games mixed up. There was a Hollywood Squares years ago. John Davidson tried hosting Peter Marshall. This was the Whoopi Goldberg version for a couple of years, which was, by the way, my goal was to be on this show. Really? When oh, I was a darling. kid, because Paul Lynn, right. I used to write him letters to fix oh. him up with my mother. Because I wanted him to be my father. I thought we'd be the first father and son team on the Hollywood Squares. That was my dream. That's awesome. You take this one, son. Wait, Dave. This is yours, Dad. That was my goal in life. So Dave has to pop in a quick yeah. Paul Lynn story. You have a Paul Lynn? Paul you Lynn? like Paul Lynn, too? I love Paul Lynn. Yeah. Well, the only impression I make my children learn. No. <laughs> Stop it. No. The they impression all also informs the listener who the impression is of. And so they just do this. I'm Paul Lynn. So we have five kids, yeah. and four of them do it at dinner. And no way. My one daughter said, oh, I don't know how to do that. And I said, Act like you're laughing and crying at the same time. <laughs> like, oh, oh, yeah. She broke the code. And she did it. She broke the code. They have no idea who Paul Lynn is. Please. I, look, so, I, I'm not a mooch, but I please invite me over. I'll pay <laughs> for my own dinner. Just to just see for Paul that, Lynn. Just to see a bunch of Paul Lynn's in the room. Uh, Listen, but that's all they say. Because it's it almost while our, our, our six year, he's now six, but he'll do it. Hey, Dad, I'm Paul Lynn. <laughs> have, have, have they seen Bye Bye Birdie? No. Oh, you Which have is, to have them see. I, I know. But let's they, have a viewing yeah, party with our families. Is, okay. I have that one. Kids, it's, I don't know what's wrong so, with these kids today. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Lynn's the dad. Wait, what's what's going on here? 
I wanted him to be my father. I know, that was so because, funny. Because I, you know, didn't have a dad. So, and my mother would laugh. And by the way, that's how I bonded with my mother. We would laugh together watching Hollywood Squares. Oh, awesome. So it was a very deep thing for me. I didn't know you didn't have a dad. Bring, bringing laughter was always a, and obviously that's what I still do. But that was our connection. It was a Paul Lynn. Wow. And she would even say, I wonder why he's single. My mom was always clueless. She had no idea why Liberace was single. She didn't get it. <laughs> Elton John. She was such a great she, singer. She was, wow. She's not going to complete denial. Yeah. And by the way, we have two aunts who are lesbians, mm-hmm. and, but she'll call them spinsters. Nice. Yeah, they're called spinsters. <laughs> old maids. And they're, and they're asexual. Old maids. Old maids. That's exactly, oh, yeah. they're just old maids. They've never had any sex. So I go, your mom talks like Paul Lynn? She does. Yes, that she like talks that. like <laughs> Craig to the cat the garbage. <laughs> But when we, when I was, a, but and put I was, yourself in the can while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I grew up, though. Was, but when I was on Hollywood Squares, now the problem is I'm not a big celebrity based on your reaction. <laughs> like, what were you, you doing were? on there? I was always Craig Shoemaker to block. I was, <laughs> I was never the initial. I'm going with my favorite celebrity, Craig Shoemaker. I was, they always use me to, strategy. to block. You're a strategy. Oh, One time so I'm looking at a monitor. I'm the only way to go. She's like, mm, I'll take Antonio Banderas to lose. I mean, it was basically they they never wanted me. Only if they were forced. But right. I won someone a car once. And nice. she still sees me in the streets. You won me a car every time I see her. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know where I was going with my story. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Hollywood Squares, Paul Lynn. I just can't believe let's, you guys do the Paul Lynn thing in, yeah. in your house. So I love it. You don't even know how much respect I have for you now. It went up a whole other level. I could care less about your credits. Anchorman, Schmackerman. Right, right. I, but you I have your kids my too. kids Paul Lynn, yeah. <laughs> So what are you doing these days, David, with your with your career? Do you are you doing Anchorman too? Obviously, that, that starts in February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to college with uh, McKay, by the way. Oh yes, he's from Philadelphia. You went to Temple. I went to Temple. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, he doesn't, Were you guys, he doesn't are remember you the me. Same age or around the same? He doesn't remember me. Why? I doubt. I don't that. know why he doesn't. Remember Come on. Me. Well, I post you, on his Facebook. By you, the way, no likes on mine from him. Did you? Me either. <laughs> he's very political, and I love it. Oh my gosh. He's he's great. He always has been. Yeah. Oh. Did I, you know him back in Philly? I knew him from, uh, he was a doorman at the comedy club. Oh, is that right? That's funny. <laughs> that yeah. was the big headline. But did right. you know him in college? No, no, no. Okay. Not in college. Were, I didn't know anyone in college. Yeah. Because you were a hermit? Oh, no, I wasn't a hermit. I was a, a big uh, drunk. <laughs> I was a big drunk. A scene-ster. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I was stealing some scenes. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Lampshape on, on the head. I'd right. poop anywhere. <laughs> Whatever it takes. <laughs> I had terrible I Crohn's disease, diarrhea. I'd diarrhea anywhere. I didn't care. Did you have Crohn's? Yeah. No, yeah. that's lifelong, isn't it? It's lifelong, but uh, we'll get into that some other time. I do not have it We've anymore. We've covered this topic I, We many covered times. this topic. He has been healed from Crohn's. Diet? Through laughter, probably. Well, laughter is <laughs> one of the things that happen. We do a thing called guided laughidation, and I'd love to take you through it sometime because we're going to talk mm-hmm. about your pain now. Oh, I don't have No, pain. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Dave's pain. like, no. We talk about that all the time. We came here for relief. Oh, no. no we're fine for anything. Yeah. Uh, I just want do you know Paul Tompkins from Philly? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. might know him if you put an F in the middle. Well, I know he knows. Paul F. Tompkins. Paul F. Tompkins. Right. Really talented dude. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And Adam, he comes from Philadelphia. A lot of guys from, where are you guys from? You're from Kansas, Lee? Kansas. Well, I'm from Missouri. Missouri. Oh, yeah. so, you're, so you're hooked up with a Midwestern gal. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And Let's that was part of the appeal, I'll bet. Well, we did, I, I guess. Well, I mean, look at her. That's the appeal. That's <gasps> uh, right. <laughs> Except uh, when we met, well, I you was You say the right chubby. thing. And once you, yeah, once you really get to know her, you're like, wow, eyebrows. she's Were you chubby? awesome. Yeah. Uh, here's, you, you want to tell the story? I'll tell the story real quick. The so, version's way here's, here's how we met. <laughs> I, uh, we had both gone back for Christmas to our respective homes, mm-hmm. Christmas 96. 
I love you, but... We're, we're flying back I to, love you, but I tell better I stories. All right, you, you tell it, baby. I was sitting in the airport terminal with my brother, Patrick. I was giving it context. No one knows where we are, when it is, <laughs> what's going on now. It's, it's December 29th, 1996, so right before New Year's. She had been living in L.A. for five years. I just moved out there six months prior. Wow. Yeah. So, now, we're in the airport... Okay. Uh, the airline is is Vantage, which is like Southwest. They don't do seat assignments. They're Vanguard. no longer in, Vanguard. Thank you. They're no longer in, in business. So anyway, I get to the gate to pick up my card uh -huh. or whatever for yeah. my seat, and then what happens, honey? I'm sorry. <laughs> you lost her. I'm with you. What? I, okay. Where, you? Where was I? Vanguard Where Airlines. Okay, so anyway, yes. I'm sitting with my brother Patrick. Oh, okay. And um, I see Dave walk into the terminal, and I go, "Oh, I like how he looks. I like mm -hmm. his bald head, his broad shoulders. He's tall. I like his boots and his cool leather jacket. I like how he looked." Yeah. So I went back to my I said novel, but then Dave says People Magazine. Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> there is a big difference. I'm trying by to get you a free subscription. Because so then I go, <laughs> "What? What novel was it again?" Reading People reading? Magazine and. Um, my brother Patrick goes, oh, my gosh, David Keckner, Lee, do you know David? And I turned around, and I thought, maybe from high school or Kansas State University, and I was like, no, I don't. But I was thinking, how funny, it's a guy I think is cute. And, and at the same brother, time, I'm thinking, this maybe is this other guy's girlfriend. I right. didn't know. So you're being real polite. Yeah. Yeah. So Patrick, and he brother, recognized you as uh, I was for your fame. Yeah, I was on SNL that, that one season. Okay, and my brother's a crazy fan from the very beginning. Oh, okay, so he was like, "Oh my gosh, Davey Keckner, what he are goes, you doing here? Why aren't you going to New York?" Right. And Dave was like, "I got let go from the show." And then he was like, "You're my favorite thing on the show." Going on and on. Right. So then why Dave, are you on Vanguard Airlines? Right. <laughs> or Vantage? Well, you know, it's funny because I always say it's, it's like Southwest, but there are no other direct flights to Kansas. Oh, okay. So it was Vanguard direct... that went out of business, or Southwest? Okay, no, so Southwest is still in business. Right. But, yeah, and that's so you're on Vanguard and. I'll bet you he's thinking that because you're a big star. People think that about big stars. Like, what are you doing sitting next to me? Oh, he's uh, well, he knew that there's, there's direct. Yeah, we're, there weren't too many. Okay, okay. He, so yeah, he yeah. knows this. So now, so now you're doing the polite thing, right? They I can re I can recap in the go. story too, by the way, because I'm the me. listener, right? He's Is that host. okay? No, but you Link? don't need to yet. It's still so <laughs> fresh. We're just at the beginning. <laughs> Tell me, I don't need to. Okay. So I don't know if I want to come over for dinner. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, um, David, anyway, David goes and stays in line, gets his number, and goes to sit down. And Patrick goes, who do you have coming to your New Year's Eve party? Because I'd always have some sort of B or C list celebrity. Easy. <laughs> and then he goes, I said, no one. He goes, go ask Dave. So I walk over to Dave with my business card. And on she the back, plops down next to me. And I said, excuse me, um, Patrick said I should invite you to my New Year's Eve party. And he said, Patrick is your, and I go, my brother. And he goes, oh, I'll come to your party. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's what, so you, you sit down and go, my brother Patrick. I went, oh, okay. Said I should invite you to my New Year's Eve party because I always have celebrities. And I said, I'll come to your New Year's Eve party. You and him? you still won't have a celebrity there. Nice, nice. Oh, okay. Uh, he he, he went to self-deprecate. Yeah. That's the truth. Sorry, that's honey. what really yeah. happened. That's, that's okay. what happened. I believe that. Well, there's, then, look, there's a joke laying around there. I can't let it just be. There's like a wire that didn't get tripped. Like there was a la half a laugh back there, baby. You got to go back. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you know how it is. I know how each other's story. I know who the jokes the light are. Squasher. So anyway, David and, and me as the host, I got to tell you, I'm very confused on who to go to. I know me too. <laughs> but as a husband, you're not because I, I, she's going to keep. Here's jumping. what I'm going through. Let me just recap what yeah. I'm going through right yes. now. Okay. I can tell you are the alpha. <laughs> okay. Well, sadly, okay. we both now, are. But, but anyway. I also, but I, it's, but it's I also know, I, I also know that you are a stand-up with mm -hmm. with a Groundlings background. Uh, Second City. Second City yeah, background. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I know you know where the trip lines are on the right. joke, right? Right. So I'm going, hey, run with it. But then you have the power over right. here. Who's uh, it's just <laughs> She likes to tell her version. 
Okay. So well, I maybe I should just go part. with both it's versions okay. uninterrupted. Go you go ahead, so baby. We're so we're, right, sitting, so we're sitting there, and he said, I'll come to your party. And I said, you know, I noticed that your mouth pulls down in the corner. I can see you've had a stroke. And I just want to let you know that I think it's sexy. You should not be embarrassed about that. <laughs> <laughs> she said it didn't bother me at all that you've had a stroke because my, you know, my... He has one side my lip down. pulls down. I, you know, like, people think I do that on purpose, but it just goes it, right. It, like it pulls right. down, but oh, yeah. not so, from a stroke. No. Oh. And I said she oh, labeled I you a stroke that. victim. <laughs> right away, I said. I see that you've well, had a stroke because I, I thought I'd take that away from him if he was nervous, like <laughs> trying to hide it. It's like I see you've had a stroke. I totally think you're cute anyway. You should not be embarrassed. I said, well, I haven't had a stroke. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, I'll see you at my party. Handed you a drool cup. Well, though, so we sit there, we chat for a while. She's from a family of six kids. I'm from a family of six kids, both raised Irish. Catholic, blah blah blah. So we're talking a long time, and then they they board because they had an earlier number than I did. Uh, they're on the plane. I'm literally the last person to board. I had a book that I was reading mm -hmm. about Peter Sellers. <laughs> <laughs> the most recent one was published in '95. I forget what it was. Um, and so I was just getting ready to read my book, and then I hear them yelling from halfway back to the plane, Dave! And I'm like, oh. That my brother was. Yeah, they'd saved me a seat, right? <laughs> oh, so, they did. Right. So I'm thinking, ah, do I want to go back and sit for four hours with people that know me from television? Uh, or do you want to read? Yeah. Well, but then I thought, that girl was really attractive. Right. So I go back and sit down. Lee is on the window, Pat is in the center, and I'm on the aisle. You have to talk through her. Right, well, through over him. Pat. Over Pat. Yeah. And so Lee and I are, are flirting all, you know, for two and a half hours halfway through the flight her brother pat says to me he goes dave are you attracted to my sister no because no. lee you've met your match if you knew pat morgan you go of course that's, that's what pat would say talks. wow uh, so i was i reached over i grabbed lee's knee i said what do you think honey because he said i think you'll be around for a long time i grabbed her and i said what do you think honey and she barely responded because pat was sitting there going Lee has never been this quiet in her life. No, but I have to tell... You shied it up because you were attracted. Before I met Dave, I got drunk a lot and made out at bars. <laughs> and I would turn 30 and I was like, oh, I need to probably start dating. Cause, but I hated dating. I'd rather just make out with someone I thought was cute. So um, I started dating. Whoever asked me on a date, I, I went. And I hated it so much. Like it's, I'd sit down and go, wow, I have an hour, two hours with you. This is awful. So then I said a little prayer. I was like, all right, God, I'm, I'm not quite doing this right on my own. I need a little help. I want to meet a man, and I want him to be tall, and I want him to be way smarter than me, and I want him to be super funny and kind-hearted. And a droopy lip would help. And a, sad a stroke, lip. A stroke would be nice. Stroke <laughs> some malady. I'm looking for a stroke victim. I, I want to save someone. A survivor. I, I, I like to have that kind of feeling about myself that right? I'm, I'm there for him. Right. With, the, so, with a napkin. But I said, and when I meet him, please send me a big red flag that says, this is him, so I don't get drunk and act retarded, and you know, I don't scare him off. Mm -hmm. And so literally, I saw him walk in the terminal. We started talking on the plane. I go, in my head, it's you. Mm -mm. You're my husband. I, like, I knew. And then my brother goes, this is him. Wow. Without me saying anything, you know, he was the big red flag. And so mm -hmm. when the drink cart came, I got like a, a water. <laughs> that was my end. If you tell me that this—that was is the your guy, answer to yeah. the big divine. Yes, I'm going to have a water on yes. this one. Yes, I will get drunk and fight with him after we are committed to each other. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, then I we moved seats. I sat next to you. Yeah, which really? was actually worse. You did the middle. Yeah. I know. Big guy. That's, know. that's rough. But look, that's a commitment. Very attractive. Yeah, you must so have wanted some I, action. I remember. Of course. Anytime I'm, a middle I'm seat, a I wouldn't and, sit and in the middle point, if somebody was naked. I know. So at this point, he wasn't getting action because I had read that rules book and I had to wait until day three. Oh, jeez. Oh, three, not three you, months? 
I hate going I against the books. <laughs> oh, shucks. I read it wrong. I She had her car at the airport. So she gave me a ride home. I was living in the Hollywood Hills with two buddies of mine. And so I kept joking, like, we'll probably eat there. We're going to eat there. And she's thinking, I know we're going to eat there because we're going to get husband. married. Of course, I don't know that because I'm a guy. I'm thinking, wow, she's hot. I cannot wait to tell her how hot she is and feel comfortable about that. I want to know if she's stuck with the rules. Yeah. Really? Uh, for a while. For not too long. But uh, it certainly was. Remember that one time I you went, spent, spent the night and I was like, I really want to make out with you, but. You said, no, no, it was the first, uh, on, holi- on whatever it was, New Year's Eve, a community New Year's Eve party. Oh, he came so late. I, well, yeah, I did. He'd gone to a couple other parties. I was, I was with like, my. All night, every night, the do- time the door opened, I was like. <gasps> really? Well, so I'm a guy, I, like, I know I've got the party to go to, so why won't you, you know, I was still single. Yeah. Go out with the boys, see what's going to happen. Go to these other parties. Sick. They were both awful parties. <laughs> well, no, it's just it's like that was going to be the course of the night. I didn't realize. I didn't. I thought I was going to be at your house before midnight. Yeah, that I, was the yeah, plan. Yeah, you weren't right. No, I wasn't. I didn't want to get there too early, so but I didn't want to be there before midnight. I, but, see all the I, you thinking know, that we have know, to do, and you have all these books that are telling you what right, to do. Right. My wife did that. We slept together. Like you know, we knew each other for years. We slept together the first time, and then she shut it down the next time. Wow. Yeah. Well, like, I'm sorry, I moved too fast. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm like, whoa, once you unwrap right. the gift, you can't. you can't put that same paper You're like, back honey, on. honey, <laughs> I've already milked the cow. Yeah, exactly. I don't need to buy you. I've no, already, yeah. Let's do it again. Let, yeah, and she did. She was stubborn, though. She stayed with it. So it took me two more times. Wow. I was going to say, why was she stubborn? It took her two. Well, to make sure he wouldn't go away. She yeah. thought, uh-oh, I messed up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I might have messed up. This could be a one-nighter. I right. go, no, no, I'm not. Right. I'm right here. Right. And, you know, now we're madly in love. Every day. Yeah, it's hard to every hard, minute of every hard day. to believe. I understand that because you know the mo- mostly the track record is all right. Got it. Right. Checked off the list. See ya. Yeah. Right. Now this, this is about the time uh, you and I met. We, we were in uh, Ivana Chubbuck's class together. Yep. Yes, we had with Eva Mendez. Right. Uh-huh. Dave was in there with Eva Mendez. I didn't see Charlize Theron. Now I think we weren't always in the same class. Huh? I don't think we were always in the same class. No, right. I was in one, and I moved to another one that you were in. That's where okay. I met you. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, very briefly, though. It was right. very brief. But uh, I don't know if we did any scenes together. I don't think we did. I did I did stuff with Charlize Theron. Did you? Did oh, you yeah. really? Wow. We did Tootsie, and she dressed me as a woman. Oh, that's funny. How was she? In the rehearsal. In what? How was she? <laughs> She's a good her. actor. Unbelievable. unbelievable. She's nice. Like, level 10, great actress. Yeah, I mean, big time, and she was amazing in that class. Yeah. I hear the blues creeping up. Oh, do we need, do we need to take break? a break? Oh, it means we're taking a break. break. See how oh fast gosh, it goes I'm here? Sad, but it's good. Can we plug some of their stuff? Yeah, plug. Okay, everydayfamily.com. Lee hosts a show yeah. every day. It's called Everyday Family Room, and you host it on Mondays, or is that the one that's, that's every day? Daily that's on, daily online. And, yeah. Okay, daily online. So everydayfamily.com, and her show is Everyday Family Room. And then also today in L.A., Absolutely Lee. Or absolutely. absolutely for parents. It's a parenting segment on Good. Today in L.A. Every Today morning. in L.A. Yeah. Every morning. Ama- I saw when you were getting yeah. that on Facebook. I'm up for morning. it now. They did a background check. I don't know how you passed that. I know you right? I never got caught all those times I drove intoxicated. You, <laughs> so you know you have a checkered pass when you're posting on Facebook. Not sure if I'm going to pass this. Most normal people, you know, they don't even think about <laughs> yeah. the, the passing. Right. Is passing. Some, yeah. know, they I was know. really worried yeah. I right. wouldn't have Exactly. There's very few people, but I related to it as well, because well, I, I have yeah. quite a checkered past. I knew, I knew that I would not, I, that I would pass it. They, you, I never got caught. I want to see my if you behavior. ever get invited to the White House, because I was invited to the White House and they, they, Why? they, right? they asked me. Why were you invited? I was invited as a 
Just want to fade me out here? They want to take, they're gonna <laughs> take a break. How about we'll just right. keep talking we'll and just turn off the microphones and we'll have the... So is this a radio show on the radio yeah. or is this online? It's a, it's streams. It's new radio, baby. Like Sirius? You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Hey, it's Heidi and Frank for scorebig.com. There's been two ways to get tickets up until now. You can go to the venue or team site and buy your tickets directly, or you could go to the big ticket sellers, the scalpers, if the tickets for the really big events are sold out. And you can pay way, way over face value. Who wants to do that? Who would do Nobody. that? Nobody! That's stupid. Yeah, you don't have to do that anymore. Thanks to scorebig.com, a great website where you always pay less than retail, and you never, ever, ever pay any ticketing fees at scorebig.com, and you can save up to 60% on tickets. Every ticket on the Scorebig website is below retail price. Guaranteed. Great events. Lakers, Clippers, Kings, USC, UCLA, Basketball, Disney Hall, Kevin Theater. Mention specific teams in a list. Well, you did. <laughs> and uh, I think that's uh, perfect the way you did Those that. were teams in Southern California, but Scorebig.com is everywhere. everywhere. I just had a, I got a global. Tweet. I got a tweet from a guy saying he's got his Giants tickets and he saved 30%. Awesome. Thanks, Scorebig.com. And that's what we're talking about. Uh, not just nosebleed seats, everything from the floor to the rafters. And again, no service or shipping fees ever. Your offer at Scorebig.com is what you pay. Always listen to retail, never any fees, scorebig.com. Then type in Heidi and Frank to get uh, the, the passcode. Skip the line. Yeah. Start shopping right away. V- get your tickets today. VIP treatment. Don't here. wait. <laughs> type in Heidi and Frank. Do it right now. What are you still sitting here for? S-C-O-R-E-B-I-G.com. Proof why I was never a cheerleader. I can't spell. There's more proof than that. If you miss the Farley brothers. Anyway, he was... Uh found naked eating a homeless man's face off. (laughs) And when the police came upon the scene, they shot him, and he kept eating his face. He kept, even though he was being shot at, he kept this drug makes you so fucking psycho that you that he was like eating his face. You know his last words were? In your face. (laughs) The Farley Brothers. Wednesday afternoons at 2 Pacific. Only on the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching.
You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Cozy. We have the Kechners cuddling now. Yes, yeah. I felt so far away. What are you guys well, you, well, we need that bed in here. We do things in a strange way around here. Uh, we just wanted you to get together. We uh -huh. pretended it was because of a camera issue. Right. Mm -hmm. But we saw a little separation yeah. going on. And Now, look at this. This, this, this looks beautiful. Yeah. Does now, it feel comfortable? It feels good. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. Good. <laughs> Lee and I met in a playground. Let's talk about the kids. I want to hear about them. But yeah, we're going to talk about the kids now. You guys should have a parenting show together, like a right. podcast. Right? That's what I think. Like, seriously. I think I, you two should have you. a show together. It's a it's a un unbelievable chemistry that I'm picking. I would listen every week and watch. Oh my gosh! If you were on we the are, Toad Hop Network, we are going to have a show. A <laughs> He's show. pitching his network. I, it's not my network. I won't make I a dime. I will be entertained. Right. I'm already entertained by Lee's <laughs> Facebook posts. See? And she, right. and no, she I and I, you, honey, you're absolutely right. She and I have actually gone even a little deeper. If you yes. remember this. She has given me some sort of side advice, maybe even in a personal message. Do you remember this, or are you drunk? Well, no, I, I, I have to tell you something about something unusual happens in my brain. I do not retain a lot of short-term memory. Really? Yes. What about long-term? I thought it was like super ADD, but Dave thinks it's when I fell off a cliff when I was 13 and had severe head trauma. She mm -hmm. had a, a long fall when she was 13. I fell on I my head and was in intensive care in the hospital for a week. Came out fine, but seriously, I am like... I think because a lot of times she will just forget things. A lot. I, th I think it's a probably. Hmm. Can you remember my name right now? Um, yes, what? Sarah Sweet. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. That's an easy name to remember. It's an easy name to remember. For the and, for and uh, bonus the points, give us the engineer over here. <laughs> I don't think I ever said. <laughs> I did. You must space tooth. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I like that. Is it Tony? Joel. Joel. Joel, 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 Joel. Hi, Joel. So I got one vowel right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, you know, at school, we've been to so many different schools, and you know, Most people feel like they need to hear their name or that to be, to feel like important or whatever. And, yeah. and I can't retain oh, very right. many. And and the other day, I saw a Dad, who I really like. And I was so excited. I remembered his name, and I said, "Chris!" I was so excited to shout a name for once. Of, <laughs> I always go like this: "Hey, friend! Hi, friend!" You do the friend thing, really? Yeah. I'm a bro guy. Nice. Well, that's a guy. Yeah, that would be bro. gross if I said, "Hey, bro, <laughs> bro." I didn't say you needed to use oh, okay. it. At least you'd be talked about in people's houses. Oh, yeah. that's the bro lady. Yeah, that's the bro lady. I have a question though, and this goes out to anyone here with a good memory. So this isn't for you, Lee. I'm tuning out. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> What do you do if you know their name? Mm -hmm. But I'm so codependent that I always assume they don't know my name, so I don't want to put the pressure on them from knowing their name. I so always if I just go, say, it's Sarah, if you forgot, it's Sarah, it's fine. If you is forgot. that what you do? Yeah, because I get nervous about that, too. And I just say, hey, I, hey, Lee, how's it going? I'm Sarah. If you, It's Sarah. Sarah Sweet. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Oh, that's okay. Awesome. I was always wondering how to approach that because yeah, I always I feel bad because I remember everyone. Yeah, oh, my that's best good. friend. Yeah, but <laughs> it's, not, everywhere. it's not necessarily good because you're putting pressure on them. Because no, now they have to know pressure you. Pressure on yourself. That well, pressure that, doesn't he, exist. He knows that too. I no, think it's, you know. I think what you're doing is kind because you're going regardless. I it, it's not that important. You know, there's this John Bo Wooden book I'm, I'm reading, and John. Which Wooden's, one? Uh, it's the one. It's just called it's Wooden. It's the one in our yeah. bathroom. It's one in the bathroom on the ledge. And, uh, <laughs> so, he, so it's toilet reading. Yes. I got gotcha. you. Wooden's dad chapter must have been chapter. amazing. 
Yeah. Because uh, of the stuff that he taught. I mean, there's the, a, a farmer that read them poetry every night. I'm like, wow. Yeah. And he said something I thought was remarkable. He said, uh, never act like you're better than anyone else and never assume anybody else is better than you. Mm-hmm. So it goes hand in hand with the names. It's like, it, it's like okay. That. We're all That's humans. Right. Wooden is. We are all the same. That was an amazing man. I mean, you know, on this planet, you don't have that many. Right. And there aren't that many to admire or aspire to be. He's that really tall basketball coach, right? No, he's not tall. Mm. He is a basketball coach. Yes. Ding. He just passed away at 100 years old. But the guy, he, wow. he was like 100 years old. Yeah. And my son used Ding. to run into him all the time and, um, and talk to him. And he was always filled. It's a guy with wisdom. And we don't have a lot of people on this planet with yes, wisdom right. that they that, – and by the way, we just think it's a bunch of hooey anyway. We go more for the, the manufactured wisdom and telling you what to do from People magazine. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> Love it. But that's, but that's what we do. We need sound bites now. And, and these are things that you have to digest and live and experience and practice. He's, that's the thing about practice. When you become really good at something, which he did – he was the best basketball coach in history. And it all happened from practice, practice, practice. The same goes for spiritual practice or living practice. That's right. So now we can take these, this information you got from Wooden, and you could either take this to your kids and they could practice this. Right. Or you just let it go and say, yeah, that sounded good. Mm-hmm. But that's what I tried to do with my – so we have a thing at our house. We do a gratitude list. That's great. And that, so we then – and every kid has to do it. doesn't matter how old they are. So then we we just do that on a regular basis, so it becomes part of you become. So then you what, become like grateful, you even if you're faking it for a while. All What's right, that? Tell me how it works. Uh, breakfast time, you go around the room, and we start with the youngest, and it goes. The youngest one doesn't know anything. He just goes. Right. He always goes. I'm grateful for monsters. <laughs> so if he's grateful for monsters, good. Right. And we just we go. That's great. And each person goes, and we go a couple times around. We just say we center in gratitude as opposed to centering in what you don't have right. and complaining and all those kind of things and being kind of distracted and, and, and so on. But now I know you have five children. We have mm-hmm. five. And miracles, every one of them, right? Oh. Uh, in, well, <laughs> look, look, she actually gave a look like, well, <laughs> well no, two no, are. Here's why. Two I, are. I, the I, other I, ones I, are I, like, yeah. No, we know what you're alluding to. I mean, it's, it's a different thing. Exactly. I was trying to lead you to yes, it. Well, exactly. Not I, to, only, I mean, not to judging one, and rating your children. Yes, well, here's, here's, well, the last the one's beginning. a real miracle. Like a real yeah, miracle. Yeah, got it. For reals. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, the, the miracle of life is a miracle. Do you want to tell the story? Because I've got it down to a minute. I want and a half. you to do it. <laughs> Are you sure? I want, to, I want to support you here. Are you sure? Yeah. I like this this couple so much. I'm going to put you on my vision board of what to manifest. You're going to take me and my wife off? No, you guys are all I'm getting replaced. There. I'm getting no, replaced. You guys are together. Uh, okay. So uh, uh, we got pregnant right away. We got, we got married, and in my mind, I thought we probably won't get pregnant for a year. It's like 14 years ago. Right? Yeah. And so in my mind, I was just like, oh, it'll all work out the way I plan it in my head. We're going to have a, a great first year of marriage, probably travel some, and then we'll probably start having kids. Well, three months after we got married, boom, we're pregnant. It's like, oh, wow. Wow. That's okay. Different than I imagined, but that's fine. Because, you know, it, it, it's a big change. At least you were married, though. Yes, yes. Good for the Catholics. Right. right. And okay. I was ready. Because you had families. I know you were ready. I was ready. like, I've traveled. I've done. I'm ready to start a family. Right. And my sister, it took her five years to get pregnant, and she was trying and so I thought, you know, I've never been pregnant because mm-hmm. I went on the pill as soon as mm-hmm. I French kissed the first time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I so anyway, perfect pregnancy. <laughs> perfect pregnancy. Uh, then all of a sudden, uh, five weeks before our our first was due, Lee was spotting, and so she was on bed rest. But that night, 
uh, boom, there's a lot of blood. Yeah. And so we rushed to the hospital. She had an emergency C-section, and she was, she was on the, that it got worse because she had a rare thing called placenta accreta, where the placenta grows into the uterus as opposed to, it normally just hitches a ride and goes, hey, man, thanks, I got right. to cut. Right. But in our <laughs> case, it said, hey, I like this. Why don't you come with me, right. uterus? I'm not leaving. Uh. So she was bleeding to death for three and a half hours. Thank God we were at Cedars. They had a huge blood bank, so she's getting transfusions for three hours. And finally, they said, we're going to take your uterus because uh, the blood won't stop. And I thought, that's a good idea because I'm not going to raise that kid by myself, right? Mm -hmm, Let's mm -hmm, keep her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, guys. So anyway. Definitely not in the plan. Right. The next day they came to us and said, well, you know, thank God you're still alive, but you can still have your own children because we, we left your ovaries. Your ovaries on the outside of your uterus. So and we uh, had Dave's man juice. Right, I still have it. Actually, so if you have some time, I can show you that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Lee investigates uh, surrogacy after about a year after Charlie's born. Go ahead, baby. Why don't you take it? From surrogacy, that where that you actually hire, so you retain a womb. Basically, it's like renting a womb. Right. You yes. go to an agency. Oh. They they yes. you pay them their fee. They match you with a potential surrogate. The surrogate actually has to pick you. You write your book or your story. Really? Yes. Oh. You write your story of I what happened to you and why you're in the search and why you're in the need. Blah 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 blah. Hmm. So we got chosen, and then. Uh, By the way, who was your OBGYN? The first time? Uh, over in Cedars. Uh, well, that the time. woman who did the delivery was Dr. Wilson. Okay. Uh, your OBG was... Her partner was Suman. That was kind of... A By the way, we were there the same time, because my son is also 13, and it was a Cedars sign-up. What month? July. Okay, so we were, we were uh, May. We were May. a preemie. Which we, we was a whole two. other how, thing, how, too. How, how preemie? That, a month, but that, that is scary. So right. how many weeks? Uh, four, like four weeks. And he was in the, He was in that Nick, Nick unit, yeah. they call yeah, it. Yeah, because we were five weeks early. Oh, you talk about miracles, by the way. Mm -hmm. Even even like they put the, the needles in their little arms, right. and you're going, how do you... How do you do that yeah. I know. Yeah. with you know, confidence i hope when i was doing drugs i couldn't find it <laughs> i couldn't find a freaking vein was, come on dang, somebody dang. somebody Anybody. tie me up There's... here <laughs> I got these, you uh, did some heavy drugs i i did a lot of stuff back in the day i don't anymore i know though. you don't congratulations I, how do you know that i don't because earlier you said um what? i used to be really messed up and i was uh, eluding you were sober now well, I'm, I'm, I definitely haven't had much from the, uh, I haven't had anything from the neck up in uh, 25 years. I don't understand that. Yeah, me neither. Uh, from the neck up, you don't get that? Uh-uh. Does that mean Nothing Viagra? that affects me from the neck up. But like Viagra. That's from the neck down. Right, exactly. I could take a Viagra if I wanted to. <laughs> Why'd you have to go with the boner? Like, I have erectile dysfunction. I thought that's what he was leading us to. I'm not sure. So no, so he doesn't. <laughs> 25 years, you're sober? I don't like to use the word sobriety. You guys keep yeah. knocking it out here, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm uh, clean off of uh, off of everything for 25 years. Oh, Coming up on 25 wow. years. Wow, that's amazing. Well, yeah, it has been an amazing journey, and I actually enjoy it. Yeah, I, I do. I enjoy this uh, this freedom and this presence as I never had before. And the irony or the funny thing about it, but we'll get back. I don't want to talk about me. 25 years is a long time. That, isn't that half your life? I don't know how old yes. you are. Yeah, it is. So it's, half your oh, life you've been so, clean. Exactly. It's almost like that was a lifetime ago. And I started drinking when I was five. Mm -hmm. So that, that was a, a long time drinking career. I had a hell of a career. That's, That's good. the earliest yeah. I think I've ever I made it to headliner. I was a headliner. <laughs> Touring yeah. the country. At nine? Yeah. I never thought, though, that I'd have fun again. That was my big thing. That was the big thing for me. Mm -hmm was I thought if I stop I'm if I stop right now. I am not going to have joy in my life I'm not gonna get laid I actually didn't think I would get laid and I've never told the story mm -hmm. this is kinda awful and I'm gonna get back to you guys right. but I not only got laid my first 30 days of sobriety but 
Three. <laughs> you had to lay three times. No, three at once. Wow. Um, and I, that's I, I remember some weird twisted reversal. I, I know of that's going awful. That's, right. that's awful. It's an awful it's story like, to say. Yeah. But I, it's right. such an affirmation of this is what you should be doing. Right. I know. <laughs> I, I shouldn't be saying this story, what but it just came up. But I remember thinking far. to myself, I was actually recording it because I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I said, "Can you tell my friend Jeff what you're doing right now?" She's not looking for loose change. Oh, and you could hear me. Right. And it was yes, yeah, like it was unbelievable. And I'm going, this is surprising. This is unbelievable. And and I and I've been laid since. So, uh, but anyway, and a lot of joy and a lot of uh, amazing freedoms have happened. I must say, and, I, and I, the reason I don't like the word sober, you know, definitely sure. don't like to talk about any twelve steps or anything like that, is because people have judgments on it, you know, yep. and. and it, I just like people to basically, they say it's attraction, not promotion. So if people want to ask me, hey, how'd you get there? Why hey, are you so you happy? <laughs> Why are you so gosh darn happy? <laughs> no, seriously. Didn't I... work with D.L. Hughley yesterday. He rode me home yesterday. He said, what the hell happened to you? Oh, really? <laughs> he said, what are you so happy for? Ah. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. We had the best debate. You know, I, I just, you know, I just, we just say who we are. And that's mm. the whole thing. That's what brought in my wife now. But uh, back to you guys. <laughs> no, I, I actually, Wait. actually, on the same topic, yeah. um, I, I stopped drinking uh, January 1st, so I'm about six months in. Oh, you did the New Year's thing? And a little well, resolution? No, no it, was, it was more like I've been drinking pretty heavy, Irish Catholic. All of our friends are huge drinkers. Every event, yeah. every moment is about, what are we drinking? What should I serve? What cocktail? Isn't it amazing? Cheers? We're conditioned. Everything. So I said to my husband, I was like, oh, I'm kind of tired. I've got five kids. I'm 46, or maybe I was 45 at that time. I said, I think I would like to stop drinking for a year and experience everything clear. Yeah, you, get, you definitely get clear. Every birthday. The memory bite will, will get better. Oh, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> it's definitely going to get better. you when you laugh, you go into Paul Lind? Yeah. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> you do. I wanted to be him. What do, you, what do you want it. from me? <laughs> I keep seeing him giggle over there. You know, I'm going to put an ascot that. on like he used to have. But it really does. It really, it's really different. But here's what's weird about it is how we think. Now, you guys were conditioned like I was, like Irish. I'm part Irish. We used to, even drinking at funerals was a big thing. Oh, that's My uncle used to say, we used to, the big debate is closed casket or open. He'd go, you got to close it. i go, why? you got a place to put your beer. Ar, 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 ar. <laughs> that's, that's what he's thinking. <laughs> right. This is how you right. think. Right. Is you go, there's another opportunity to drink, another yep. opportunity to drink, yep. and you find party reasons. You mm -hmm. always find party reasons. Like a guy didn't come to my show this weekend. He goes, well, I was out drinking. I go, I'm there in Pittsburgh once a year. So you couldn't take the one night, and by the way, they serve alcohol right. at the show. Right, right. You couldn't take the one time they to just have a time where you're going to remember that time and remember it with some bit of uh, substance. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing is is that I have found is is the more I break free from those old paradigms and that old thinking, the better I feel. You know what's really weird is people like drinking buddies. Yeah. And that's the big threat. That's what I when I first got clean. I was like, I, I wanted every all my old friends to be alcoholics. I'm like, come on, you all are. Come with me. Right, right. That's the, my immediate response was that I want company. But now you can have company in a, in a different way. You, you say, what's wrong with like, you know, like your, your company is like uh, spiritual people. What, mm -hmm. what if that's your, that's your bar? What would be wrong with that? Like, Nothing. you know, or yeah. people are conscious Boring. people or loving people. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. It's well, not I'm because joking. what we I'm talk joking. about even on this show is we still go through hell and how do you get through hell and how do you heal? It's all the same stuff. Right. It's just that you're not getting t toasted and forgetting who you're talking right, to. Right. And it's much more personal and intimate. So you get to experience those things. And I'm not getting on some 
some no, I know, and and on and a podium and talking about this. The first day, I was like bawling, going, "Who am I? <laughs> I don't know who I am. Are people gonna like me? I mean, seriously, yeah. because yeah. I was, I always had a drink in my hand, so it was, it was really huge. And then, like the second month, whatever, and then it got to the point where I didn't really even miss it, and mm-hmm. and then crazy, wonderful things were happening, and I was right. really connecting with my kids, and I felt good every morning. So I was going to do a pros and cons list, and my pro list is so dang big, and I don't know if there's a, a, anything on the con list. And my hope is that mm-hmm. I fa- that I face all of these things sober, and I address all of my issues, and I, you know what I mean, like I'm mm-hmm. present, and I'm not filling a void, and that yeah. maybe one day I can drink a glass of wine and not 18 glasses of wine. <laughs> so I think at the end of this, if I choose to have a drink, that I will find out if I have the gene or yeah. if I was filling a void. Because honestly, I'm not sure which one it is. Right. But yeah. I feel like... Um, you can't remember. And, and you know... <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know my name. It's okay not to know. You know what I mean? We don't know anything. Yeah. You just... Every day is another day. Here you are here today. We're real happy that you are, by the way. I can't believe how fast these these shows go so freaking mm-hmm. fast. It's okay. un- unbelievable. I, I want to talk. He's focusing in like, I'm like okay, okay, what do we have do to cover? Do we need yes. to get on point? <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Well, anyway, that. here, I'll finish the, the pregnancy story. Yeah. So then uh, yeah. then we uh, contracted with the agency, got found a surrogate. We... Uh, the the doctor pulled eggs from Lee's ovaries. Uh, really good ones. And I pulled uh, cum from my cock. And then uh, we created 11 embryos that day. Used the first three, got our daughter Margot. They froze the other eight. Then we, uh, three years later, we decided to do it again. We thought no, the wait, first stop, one before. I'm trying to get through no, the story, honey. stop. Real quick. I, I promise just this say, happens in a minute. You go, he goes like this. Dave was like, um, we have a boy and a girl. We're done. Awesome. Yes, that's true. And it's uh-huh. like, uh, we have eight frozen Embryos. I said they'll never know. They won't know. And so, and and, and I just was like, it was really clear to me. Would you say this if they were coming out of your vagina? Yes. You really would? Yes, you would. Yeah. Because that is a consideration. Because that's pain, pain, pain five times, and you have someone else having that pain now. Isn't that a consideration? They never came out of anyone's vagina. They came out of C-section holes. Oh, okay. (laughs) So you are so off target. Okay. (laughs) They came up topside. And does the same surrogate every time? No, no. Put a zipper on her. The well, first one we <laughs> used once. The next one we used again. Yes. Okay. So uh, anyway, three years later, I, yeah, I was like, we got a boy and a girl. That that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So we got a yeah. new surrogate, thought out four, three survived, put three into a new surrogate, and had twins. That's a boy the and a girl. Now and at this Dave point, said, we got boy and a girl. Definitely like, wow. Two boys, two girls. We're done. Come on. It's like you got two boys, no two girls. <laughs> that's four. That's four. That's, that's even a good. Lot. That's even good for new school Irish right? Catholics. Yeah. That's that's good. Four is a good number. It's good for cars. It's good for amusement park rides. Yeah. It's good. There's a lot of pairs. It's perfect. That's how things work. So we had four embryos left, and you know I was I was already forty six, forty seven. My wife's like, we we do those embryos. I'm like, ah, we're done. Well, right. Honey, this is a lot. And so for her birthday well, two years ago, I said, all right, let's let's try the last. For. What, you couldn't run out and get a gift? You forgot no. a gift? <laughs> no. I think I'll go with well, this no. one. He's, he's ad-libbing now. I Here's what be, I got you. I didn't want to look at her when she was 70 and see the ghosts of unborn babies in the back of her eyes. Like, ah. You didn't let me finish. So, so then we, uh, we thought out the last group of four, and there was only one viable embryo. because the, the thaw. They'll, they'll, the, when they... When they Make them. They grow them for three days. Then they freeze right. them. They'll use them to freeze them. And then when they thaw them, they'll they'll do the same thing. They'll still they'll go back to where they were last active. They'll start fragmenting, or they'll the cells will keep dividing. Yes, go ahead. How baby. many years later were they frozen? Ten. 
It's a freaking oh, ice age. She was frozen. Ready for Ray time. Romano to come yeah. out. Wow, yeah. Mammy the mammoth. Yeah. Here's the weird thing. I made it through the, the fall. The, the, <laughs> the last four children yeah. were all conceived on the same, on the same day. day. Really? The same batch of juice. Oh, wow. Same batch. Yeah, same, By the way, same. getting that batch, tell yeah. me that is wow, not the worst experience. It's actually yeah. millions of yeah. Yeah. You were all right with it? You in that room? So what? That room? Oh, you, I must have gone to a different room. It's just another room. I had room a big Russian woman that hands me this thing, goes, go into a cup, uh, don't miss. Right, right. And for, so already you're under pressure. And meanwhile, like, What's the, the, problem? the walls are thin, <laughs> and everyone knows what you're doing and in there. And it was like right. a 1970 Playboy. There was a, yeah, there was, oh, and on the porn, where they have these giant bushes that go all the way up to their throat. Sick. <laughs> so you, you think it's sick? We have to masturbate to this. Right. And I remember a conscious thought I had, going, wait a minute. This one I'm masturbating to, she's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> she's 90 right. with a walker. Put a crimp That's, in there, huh? That, 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 <laughs> a little crimp. But but you had no you, problem with you it. You were no. able to produce. We made a nice glop. And so uh, so anyway, then the but last wait a minute. Yes. So wait a minute. So you're in this room, mm -hmm. and you're way okay with this. Yep. And you, you had good aim and everything. Then they give you a, a the, the, you know, it's the diameter of uh, right. of a thimble. Right. You had no problems with this. Well, I, it's all part of the what procedure. What was your problem? Like, huh? What? Tell me about aiming, your problem. You couldn't get aiming, it and you know. Well, it is. It is that the Did aim you is have tough to do because. It more than once? Well, I've done it a few times. I've gone in that room where they, you know, they check out the sperm and all that. And I've no, never done you, what you're talking about. Yeah. I've never done it's the frozen eggs. It's amazing how many people have to do stuff. You know what I mean? Like you it's think when you get married, need a little help, a baby, yeah. you just think you'll have kids, and it's like. Oh wow! It's a whole world. I've actually had very little issue. My 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 one child was born first first mm. night. What I thought might be a one nighter, and he mm. wasn't. Not, not so much. <laughs> but no, no, and then 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 Jackson was uh, conceived right away. But anyway, I so one one survived one in one that survived. last. Survived. So one then we had the uh, yes, we got pregnant right away again every time, wow. uh, and so everything was great. And three months in, they said, you know what, we see something. Let's, we want to do an amniocentesis. And we're thinking, well, no, no, Lee was 34 when we pulled her embryos. And I said, I can still show you what I did. My part <laughs> he always wants to show that part. No, thanks. So then uh, the they, they did an amniocentesis. Office. And we thought, well, if we, have a, if we have a little girl who's got Down syndrome, that'd be, you know, so what? Well, no, hard, we heard it, and it was kind of devastating. And I was like, wow, Down syndrome. And my friend who has a child with Down syndrome was talking about what a blessing his son is. And wow. so I said, all right, so we'll do Special Olympics. <laughs> Summers are So I'll then do they, that. they said, that. why don't you go talk to the genetic counselor? They said, it's much worse. They said, your daughter's going to be severely mentally retarded. She's got a hole in her heart. She's got fluid around her heart. Jeez. You need to go ahead and terminate her. Everything we're like, wrong with her. We're like, we're not going to we don't, we don't, do that. So it keeps going. It gets worse and worse. We got bad news every time we went for a sonogram. Mm -hmm. Her limbs were literally twisted. And uh, their, Lee's her, attitude was... Her brain stopped growing, yeah. and they and and her head wasn't even measuring on the charts of other right. babies her age. And they said basically, like if a man has, they say he's two years old mentality. Right. Of a two and they were old, recommending oh, yeah. termination. You did, yeah, yeah. Termination. Well, they said you, yeah. they said she she will never know that you exist, and you're going to have to do open heart surgeries and move yeah. her legs, and you're yeah. going to have to not take care of all of your other. And you children. still went through with it. Yeah. Well, we did. We're out of time it. now, honey. Stop. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, we we actually we're, we're he's actually right, but that's okay. We were listening to the, to the doctors and debating it, and and then we actually went through with it and and had her. But right before well, she was born, they said there's been a miraculous turnaround. Well, at month five, at month five, we go in for a sonogram, and like every time there'd been bad news, we go in again, and the uh, our sonogram specialist is like, huh? She she's goes, like, this is this is miraculous. No, she goes, I'm in shock. 
And really? I thought, wow, everything's wrong from head to toe. One arm was like twisted behind her back. Mm-hmm. They said it would be deformed. And I thought, did that arm fall off? Like, how can you be in shock? How could <laughs> right. it get worse? What and do you think the said, turnaround was? Well, here's what it was. So she said, this is miraculous. Jesus, There's nothing wrong with your baby. Uh, <laughs> could be. Well, what had happened was our, our, surrogate's, our surrogate's daughter had, had contracted Fitz disease, which is a, a rare, th- it's uh-huh. a thing where you don't even know it happens. Like, uh-huh. your you, little kid will get a little virus. It'll be a little flush face and a rash on the belly. It goes away. You never really see anything, but it can be uh, it can kill a fetus. So our fetus got a thing called parvovirus, which is very rare. But it my mimics, dog gets that. Yeah, but it's it, a it, different it mimics, kind of parvo. It mimics oh, all, all right. the markers they for mental me retardation, so it makes it look like no. the same thing's happening. So basically, what had happened is our little girl shut her body down to fight off the virus. No way, it's a I little virus, rich little doing impressions. Yes. Right. I'm parvo. Right? No, that was not rich little. <laughs> that was the rich that little. Was, doing, that was rich that was little rich doing, doing Paul Lynn. Oh God, I knew it. Paul Lynn again. No, I can imitate. Hey, Rich Little. Hi, I'm Rich Little. Nice. There you go. How's that? (laughs) Anyway, so... After about, she was fine after that. She's born 100% healthy. She's wow. incredible. Unbelievable. Yeah. Nothing wrong there. That's yeah. the way to end the show. Yeah. That's really yeah. ending on a bright She's note. quite a miracle. Love Can't say the miracles. same for these two that aren't going right. to argue right afterwards. You took the microphone How dare you? I think they're going to we'll get along. Okay, so let's what? do it. Okay, so next, wait, next on the show before we plug their stuff again. And okay. I'm also going to post all of their links to things on, our, on Craig's fan page, even though he doesn't like to call that, the Laugh It Off page. Yes. Everything Thanks, so sweet. you guys can do that. Maybe I'll thumbs up that page. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the little thumbs up. I appreciate that. And, she uh, said maybe, by the way, not right. a definitive. I haven't decided yet. You can hear, when is it coming out, your new podcast? Do we know yet? I have no idea. Yeah, uh, it's not done yet. Yeah, David Keckner's going to well, have a podcast Well, just follow him on, uh, on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. What, what are at, you on Twitter? David Keckner. Really? Yeah, just, I'm at Lee Keckner. Can you guys spell this damn name? K-O-E-C-H-N-E-R. There you, you go. Can, and you can go to his website, davidkechner.com, or you can go to uh, Lee's website, absolutely.com. L-E-I-G-H. L-E-I-G-H. Yes, and you can absolutely. check out her That's Today so in clever. LA. Thank absolutely. You. Okay. And everydayfamily.com. She's hosts a show. Everyday Family Room, and obviously you can see David on The Office. He's on The Office. Right, going to start this fall, yes. yes. You do a million movies. Yes. We just saw you in Paul. Right. And David, are getting ready for a parenting podcast. <laughs> I should be on your parenting content po- podcast. Yes. You know why? Because <laughs> my sons were allowed to watch Paul with me. Oh, very good. <laughs> a hard R movie. Yeah. I'm terrible. <laughs> Please invite me over. Please invite All me right. over for okay. dinner. Because right. if I could see these kids doing Paul Lynn... <laughs> And then my children will know that I'm not that abnormal. It's not just you. It's not just it's me. Not just you. Right. I love to beat families like that when I can turn to my kids and go, see, not now, so bad. Do your yes. kids ever say this to you? Like, what? you're not that funny, Dad. Are you kidding like, me? Like, that's the thing they say to try to hurt you. You're like, you're not funny. I'm like, really? It and then you hurtful. make them laugh. It is hurtful. <laughs> then you make them laugh. Like, why are you laughing? I'm not funny. Why are you they laughing? They never say that to me. <laughs> oh, they, right. oh, they say it to me. And they even throw in... Jeff Dunham's funny. Oh. <laughs> name a comic. Who did they say was funnier than you? Eddie Murphy. They give a comic that, that uh, makes more is. money. Yeah, right. I don't think so. Sometimes you. you can go with it. Right. So now I had to go buy a ventriloquist doll. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's it going now? I do it for dinner. Hey, you hey, a Paul Lindahl. You'll be fine. A Paul Lindahl. Yes. Genius. All right, and you guys, wait, thank you so much wait, for being here. one more. Oh, and oh. coming up on the Toad Hop Network about last night, three to four, Brad and Adam returned from the road with stories of sex, drugs, and barbecue sauce. I'm sure they have those They're stories. Messy. That's exactly right. They are messy. Mm-hmm. So th- th- we're going to be telling those stories later. Who do we have next week, by three the way, as our guest? Who is our guest? Oh, I have to look. You don't remember? I forgot which one because we're doing a couple a episodes. Yeah, I did totally. <laughs> I totally did. I'll no, we got stopped for speeding. Same thing. He's giving me the eye that I messed up, and I knew I had to look, but I forgot. 
Well, you had to look at what? You had to look at me and All get right. the eye? Joel's vamping us out. It's fine. Ooh, yeah. This is it's live an... music, by the way, folks. Joel's a one-man band. Is this you? Huh? Didn't you have music from... He did. Early, yes. Oh, I already played that. Okay. Yes, yes, he did. It was very nice. All right, I'll see you guys around. All right. Thank and uh, thanks us. so much for uh, being on, on your first us. Virgin yes! podcast. And you weren't even drunk. Sorry. Fantastic. Sorry we didn't have anything to talk about. <laughs> Maybe next time. I had a whole list I never even got yeah, to. Yeah. Look at this, folks. Look at the preparation I had. All typed out and everything. See you all next time for Laugh It Off with Craig Shoemaker. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.